All right, everybody, welcome to the uh, Collective Podcast, and tonight we have a really uh, special guest, as every other podcast we've had, um, but we have this really amazing talent, um, one of my favorites in the 3D era, um, just very, yeah, if you look at his work, you can, you know, it speaks for itself, but he's just a, a real force to be reckoned with, uh, he's just a very... Uh, just really powerful uh, his work You're too kind <laughs> no man he's, he's just you know he's he's uh, i'd like to say <laughs> at the you know there's a there's a level of work out there and uh he's just above it into the stars and beyond it you know so uh you know i just I, i'm really and we're i'm really thankful to have him on here and to, to be taking his uh, time out of his i'm sure extremely busy day um, working on films and all this stuff now um, to be talking with me and, and to, to express some stuff with you guys and we can talk about his journey. But yeah, without further ado, uh, let's welcome to the podcast Vitali Bodgarov. Is that right? <laughs> it's perfectly fine. Yeah, thanks okay. so much. And thanks for the introduction, for yeah. inviting me. Uh, big pleasure. Just uh, uh, finished listening to the first uh, episode of your podcast and halfway through to the second. Really liked them both. Awesome. Excellent, excellent information. Good inspiration. I think your guys are doing it right. Awesome. Very, very good energy there. So thanks, thanks so much for uh, very kind words. You're too kind. No, no, not <laughs> and, uh, at all, man. Thanks no, for inviting. No. Yeah. So how's it going? How's everything? <laughs> Everything's great, man. It's just you know, uh, just busy. You know, as always, always trying to push myself artistically, as I'm sure you are as well, and. Um, I mean, yeah, everything is great. I mean, how about yourself? You just recently moved up to um, the Bay Area now, right? Yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, it's great. It's uh, busy as always and uh, always something new, learning a lot. It's very inspiring to be at ILM with all, uh, around those guys. It's just, yeah, feeling myself like a child. I need to learn. And, uh, <laughs> but it's great. It's excellent. It's, it's awesome. Awesome energy. Yeah, you seem like the type that would really thrive in an environment with people at that level, right? I, I love it. Like I learned so much, and I, I really feel like just uh, like a new kind of a ground zero when I can. It was a great opportunity for me to uh, to work on my like the foundation skills. And yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, it's 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 awesome. Yeah, well, I have to learn so, so much. It's great. <laughs> well, that's cool. I mean, it, you, you've brought up the idea of learning a lot. Do you do you like um, while you're there? What's your position exactly? Like, what are you doing on the team? And uh, well, I'm a concept artist in art department. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so it's it's awesome and it's uh, it's uh, very tricky for me to be outside of production because I've been in production modeling for ten years. Yeah, at Blizzard, right? Yeah, at, at Blizzard was like for uh, four years, almost four years. Okay, and then yeah, and and now it's like just step away and just like in pure creative uh, zone. It's tricky. It's awesome. I like it a lot. That's good. Are you are you, the way you approach your concepts and stuff? Are you? Um utilizing your skill set in like 3d or do you going straight to like photoshop or i it depends it really depends mixes. like when it's uh, a, uh if we make a piece from uh, scratch and it's a brand new design i go directly in 3d mm -hmm. because i can i think i can leverage much more as yeah a, on the star basis like we can get a solid base in one day that we can turn around but Ugh. if it's a it's, let's say like there is a revision uh I mean, again, it depends what we're doing. If it's, this is a face for a character, like a robot, what is it? it really depends on the piece. Because I'm, yeah, I'm very, I'm somewhat, uh, what's like the, the range of things I do. It's, it's, it's not very broad. Like I do mechanical stuff and like creatures. Yeah, hard like surface. I don't, uh, yeah, like hard surface stuff. So it again, it depends what kind of design I do. And right now, I, I see that I use 
Photoshop mostly like if there is a revision for mm -hmm. a, like a production model or a fixes like we're on the stage when we iterate on things a lot yeah then it's a then it's a place where just Photoshop madness <laughs> yeah but it <laughs> seems yeah but it seems to me the way that you work and this is just my outsider observation but it seems to me the way that you work is very much like the next era of um, concept building work you're you seem to be very efficient and quick with what you develop and so you're able to make things within a program like when photoshop first started it was like to almost replace like normal mediums like oil right. oil yeah. and acrylic right and then everybody was you know there was two two sides of that thing some people that are purists and didn't want to deal with it and, and clung to the brush and wanted to stick with that and that's nothing wrong with that because that's the foundation then then the people that decided to, to to um, develop Photoshop, make it better. I feel like we're on this next phase um, with this um, art form and, and creative uh, way of things now and the speed of technology and the speed of films now where we have programs like ZBrush and we have programs, you're using a soft image, right? Is that yeah, I'm, a, I'm an old school, I'm using yeah. soft image. <laughs> yeah, so soft image is like a, like a facet of Maya, right? Or it's like a... a, a... No, like a, so it used to be Called Softimage XSI, and I actually still call XSI, it XSI. Yeah, yeah. yeah still yeah. call it XSI, and uh, it was a. I mean, it's still a standalone, a different software. Just uh, modeling there, I feel is most uh, efficient for me. I still like it the best. I try after trying a Maya and 3D Studio Max. I still like it the best. Maybe I just I'm used to it. Yeah, and, well, it's your skill set. I mean, that's what you do. That's what you establish yourself. But what I was, I use I use both. Uh, Softimage and ZBrush. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do yeah. like your roughs or your like your quick like your energy sketch, right? Is in ZBrush kind of. Right, right. If it's especially the thing is uh, has more organic flow. Yeah. I could just go directly there and dynamic that stuff. It's just. Uh, Even like the, in your in your hard surface stuff, you have like like the, the um, like the fabrics and stuff. You generate a lot of that. And, right. and yeah. You do, you'll generate that and then retopologize it into um, soft image, I guess. Right. Is that, yeah. Right. Yeah, but for design with designs, actually, I started using more of a simulation for the fabrics. Mm. If it's just a simple piece of fabric, I can just uh, a bouillon or whatever. Or no, I could do. I use the simulation in Maya, like it, it could be end cloth. Oh, okay. Or like exercise uh, simulation, like doesn't really matter. Because oh. if it's just a piece of fabric that I want to introduce into a design that is, uh, it's not like particular like a dress design, but just a piece of uh, uh, rubber or like not rubber like a fabric or cloth that covering a joint to protect it from dirt, for example. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that... just do it and with the simulations match faster and the the wrinkles that you you get out of it, it's uh, it's, it's amazing. Like, let, yeah, let's let the machine do the math, right? Or, <laughs> yeah. Even I still like I I used to sculpt all the wrinkles myself, and mm -hmm. for the production model, it's great. Especially like you you really need to know how to do that stuff. Yeah. But uh, going into the concept part and just design realm, it's uh, it's not really about just doing everything uh, to the point when it's like oh I'm making a production asset and uh, like it's more about like okay you got this amount of time and you need to deliver the vision as quickly efficient as possible yeah good results and then you start to see like what what could be an alternative uh, solution to to get there without spending so much time well it's fucking yeah. nuts and it's awesome 
Thanks, man. No, it's it's it's. Uh, I mean, seriously, if you're listening to this now and you don't know what we're talking about, like, go to his website uh, right now and look at it. It's uh, b u l g a r o v dot com. It's his last name, and it's amazing. We got pretty nerdy quickly, but I was gonna say, and we we can go deep, whatever you want. I don't really care. I, there's no there's no, like, whatever, there's no structure. There's no structure to this, you know. Like, and and it, yeah, yeah, and that's fine. That's kind of how I want it to be, anyways. And I, I want to talk more less about the technical stuff, but we can get this all out of the way. But uh, what I was gonna say is that like you know Photoshop made things faster supposedly, and then like programs like zbrush it's like uh you can be an amazing uh artist in 2d but then when you go to 3d and then you got guys like yourself who are able to use like soft image and like um, maya and moto and the hard surface stuff and guys are able to produce um really like spectacularly amazing stuff and a really a crazy quick timeline uh it's it's scary for most people i think to see how great this is and then at the same time it's like it's the sign of things have changed you know at least that's my opinion that's the way i see it like i see you as being like the forefront of the next like wave you know um and and it's it's really freaking cool man you should be really proud of yourself i mean like, i know i don't think uh, there's that much to be proud of and in the fact like that's cool like i didn't start <laughs> anything anything new and i didn't really like I still feel like I just scratched the surface. That's of great. All, like the potential, and you always not feel just like that. not just for myself, but like in general, I think the new generation of uh, artists. I'm just thinking like if uh, I saw some of the the really young artists doing things these days, you know, which oh, is yeah. both 3D and, and 2D. Yeah. And like the level of versatility, like I feel already an, an older, just like just an old man that who's got no. Nah, speed I wouldn't or worry like about it. You got cool ideas, <laughs> man. Nah, you know what? The at the end of the day, like yeah, okay, there's a lot of tacticianers and there's people that know how to use a program and all blah blah blah, but dude, it's all about the idea, right? I mean, the idea is what makes you sets you apart from the sheep. It makes you special, and I think I think it's all about everything. Like well, Ridley course, Scott said, yeah. like it's all about everything, right? That's true. Really, uh, that's right. Ideas. There are so many ideas out there and it's uh like i see a lot of ideas and like just pencil sketches just amazing of course and yeah you, you think that right now it's just what what i think is a great potential for using 3d mm -hmm. it's almost like uh i don't want to give it a a, a a dirty definition but it's almost like a marketing tool because when a, a clean render it's it helps to deliver a piece as a somewhat of a final looking product yeah especially dealing with clients just it's just looks clean and appealing again yeah. it, it really depends with who you're working with like yeah every like, job for example, like james cameron really likes uh, uh, uh pencil sketches like true foundational like just it's all there's a there's uh, a beauty that gets but, lost between the pencil sketch and right, then all yeah, the way absolutely. to the final like the right energy, yeah all, this stuff, all the energy right? exactly yeah. yeah and i just think that that if uh, all of us as artists are trying to really get it all on, on, on every level from, yeah like, the very foundation and using utilizing 3D in our pipeline, you can just uh, produce uh, somewhat of a next uh, level stuff. Yeah, <laughs> sounds well, kind yeah. of funny. But... No, that's I mean that's it though, right? I mean that's what we're talking about here. There's this uh, next level. There's a there's another level. Like there's there's the level, and then there's one above it, and then there's five above it. And like I really like that's just my opinion, and maybe it's just, I'm a big huge fan, but I just. I just when I look at your work, it, it humbles me to like make me. It humbles me so bad. I'm like this that I suck. 
you know, and it's oh, and, no, but, come on. but it, no, but it's, it's but it's so good, no, but it makes me like, ha- I can makes... mirror, I can, I can do like the TV stuff you you do. Well, thanks, man. But I, I mean, I'm just, just like it's it's uh it's really powerful, and I, you know, like and it's and it's great to hear that you're very humble and you're ready to like you know you're hungry for the next step for yourself yeah, and all that. Stuff. So much. It's like it's not even funny. Seriously, it's so well, much we all do, look. right? Yeah, and exactly, and that's good. We all should, you know. You should never like you know as an artist, you should always be hungry, right? Like if the day that you stop learning is the day you should stop doing it in period, you know, like to, right, that's, right, yeah. you know, like the hunger is a part of it, you know, it's the voice yeah, within us. Like know. this whole, I think this whole intellectual uh, struggle when you like just thinking what's what you should be doing next and working on a piece and polishing things up and looking for a new approach. This in, intellectual struggle and is a journey and a rewarding itself. And I really really just enjoying this and it's what's interesting with this whole 3d approach that like i always wanted to to be a concept artist when since the day i started doing uh, just production modeling for games and low poly games and i really like just was missing that foundation mm-hmm. as a 2d yeah so i was always drawing and painting on my in my free time like hoping one day to be able to utilize the skill <laughs> doing concept art. And the first project when I started doing that and I was uh, uh, doing some, just designing mechs with some of the photo bash and drawing, yeah, paint overing and all that stuff. Uh, and I was just told like, oh dude, just you're doing three, just model that thing. Yeah. And I, I was just kind of baffled like, wow, really? Like I could really use the 3D and I started to optimize my 3D approach from uh, a very clean topology oriented production asset into a concept art yeah because you come from video games so you want that low poly like yeah people don't understand what he's talking about uh when you have a lot of information on an image or like on a an object um it it slows the computer down in a lot of games they're they're based on low poly systems so that you can play it and it's smooth there's no glitches and stuff so and he comes from that area, so he's, he he comes he comes from that. So he well, that was that was kind of like the first my first uh, stage when I uh, just started doing 3D. Okay. And then with Blizzard, it, since I was in cinematics, which is uh, just basically making those little uh, the short films. Yeah. For games, so we didn't do any any in-game data. Like, okay. So it wasn't it was like pretty much a, a production making a film, but it was a sh- much shorter. With a shorter story, almost like a trailer for a game, right? Yeah. So there was all of film plan plan, and I was still a modeler there, and I started to implement some of those uh, just concept art ideas. Like for example, I was working on the armor piece, and the director would would want uh, a different uh, shoulder pad, like a different version of that. Yeah. And uh, and the concept artist was busy, and I was so just eager to jump into a designing, and I was just like model different. Uh, just different shoulder pads for him in 3D and like all finalized ready to go into production. That's awesome. And I, try, and I just tried to get as fast as I can with that <laughs> to, to use that as a concept part uh, and until eventually I realized that there is no, like it's, uh, it's just the thing that you can't uh, hit two targets at the same time. You really need to pick like what is one target for you. Yeah. This is when I came to a realization that you need to either do a production model where the concept is figured out or you do a design and that's how i start to in my free time to really do designs that are more uh just uh illustration oriented and really that's that's that was the reason why i started like this whole journey about like the speed how i can get faster how i can optimize things and that whole just the whole path included so much 
outside of the technical world. I would say that the, the whole the technicalities of the process, everything was computer related. It's just like 20%. Everything else is just like the self-discipline and clarity of the vision and the time management and books and all that stuff, like self-development in that era, which is, this, which, which is why I'm very, like I'm curious and, and, and passionate about sharing it with, with people because it seems like you could apply to apply it to any any task you're doing whether it's a 2d 3d or it's, it's not even design like you're making your own business whatever you're doing like the same principle for like the efficiency they work for everything and i think this is what really helped me to 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 speed up things and, and just kind of rewire my brain to do things a little more efficiently <laughs> yeah well yeah there's definitely a, like there's definitely um an efficiency to your work or there's a especially with like your recent stuff with the uh was it the um, black phoenix thing with like how yeah. you're how you did like a mech in a day or like a model and render and everything and, and right. stuff like there's you know you obviously have to have a certain level of discipline in, in order to pull these this level of work off i mean Seriously, it's for most people. It would take them at least a week to a month to three months, you know, to well, do. If you, if one, you, you know, so I'm sure there's a system. I'm trying sure to model, yeah. just like okay, I'm gonna model uh, an asset, right? That's me. From scratch everything <laughs> with no clear idea. It should take you a week or two. It's it's normal. Yeah, the that's thing, true. That was like particularly like just an art boot camp. <laughs> yeah, which is great. You seem to do a lot of that hard. too, right? You seem very to hard. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to once in a while, like every year or two, mm -hmm. trying to establish somewhat of a personal test, like an exam. Yeah. And to really uh, uh, finesse the skills or like trying to just step up on, on things that I, I feel like suck at. I'm like, all right, this is, thing is better. I need to fix that. <laughs> like you yeah. do like, oh, you know what? My forearm anatomy always was so bad. Like just take it two weeks off and nail that thing. Like do every day, spend 14 hours and make drawings of forearm anatomy <laughs> and that's really gonna just rewire that that for yourself like the same was for zbrush and uh like a lot of people uh, it's having a hard time to getting used to interface yeah the interface on zbrush is really hard from, yeah coming from the to. traditional 3d i think for people who start brand new never used computer before It'd be it fine. might be easier yeah because yeah. it's like it's a very fresh kind of canvas for you. It's the terms and, you, and stuff. The terms are weird. Like, yeah, <laughs> you, there's like, yeah, you create a thing. It's it's really weird. Like, it took me a long time, and I still don't know it properly. But, yeah, once, but the thing once is, you, you get it, it's great. Spend, like, you spend a week on it, and it just, you stick with it. It's in then, like, you spend a week on it when you just do nothing but ZBrush. Yeah. And you cannot, it's not going to get erased from your memory. Never. Like, when it first just came out, it was, uh, I had this Christmas vacation. It was just one week of ZBrush. Then, <laughs> like, I never had a problem like picking up all the new updates and new everything. So, I think it's just with with everything, every new thing, it's immersive learning. It's what really pays off on the long term. Of course. And I think what uh, a lot of people uh, haven't not that have a mistake, but just a tactic that they apply. It's like a sh searching for a short term gratification. Like you know, you're you're doing a, a, a task. You're working in design and you just want to get it done right now but yeah. if you would spend like you know uh abraham lincoln said if if you give me six hours to chop down a tree i'll spend first four hours sharpening my axe <laughs> yeah so that's it's cool that, that's a same, smart way to look at same it idea if you invest a little, a little more time front end yeah whether it's a new software a new technique 
it's going to be paying you off dividends for 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 the rest of your life it's just the knowledge yeah. is there and it's very i think it's just a useful approach for for learning well that's the beauty of art right it's incredibly honest you can tell instantly if somebody doesn't know what the hell they're doing you know like it's instantly apparent to the in any eye really you know especially like people that draw humans we're trained to, to understand humans from childbirth and, you know faces and stuff like that oh, even if you don't draw like just the general public you just know so trained to see the reality every day yep like you can't you just can't fake it <laughs> you know you just can't fake it and that's what i'm saying about you i feel like you're in the next generation you're like you're on uh, that too, forefront too, and you're like, I, I don't think so I well i don't just hate let me but that's thanks, my opinion sorry, sorry to <laughs> no I'm no i'm just messing <laughs> no i'm just i'm just dude i'm patting you on the back all, the whole time i'm gonna be patting you on the back but no absolutely like <laughs> art is a very honest thing right and if you don't if you don't put the time in like I've attempted to learn ZBrush I think four times now and the problem I have is I get too distracted and I don't allow myself the week it takes because it literally would take me a week to like really just turn everything away turn everything down turn all the jobs off and like right. just go but into if it if you do this if you, uh, seriously, you just do it now there you go it's gonna be there and if yeah you, right now, every time let's, okay this is the thing every time you launch ZBrush for example any other software you're not very familiar with it's uh you have to past that stage right yeah and if you just if you hardwire your brain with that to spend enough time to just getting there you you stop spending the time like forever <laughs> and that's what i think is really good for any learning like let's say uh, the same the 10 days of mac i did i really want to get uh new habits for how i spend my time yeah. how i manage my micro decisions for designs and modeling and really wanted to just break the old habits for that clean subdivision based modeling for production assets i just i really needed to just just break those habits and i had already 10 almost 10 years behind me of doing the same thing yeah and you, and you can't you can't just doing this halfway like you need to go all out all that's out, why yeah. it was 16 hours a day two weeks straight it wasn't two weeks it was uh it was 11 days because the last one was two days thing but Anyway, so it was this very hard to do, but after that, it's just fixed. It's there. Like there's this car that you just don't remove, and it's, there's a new habit. And I think it's very. I think athletes do the same. That's smart. Thing. Yeah, you know that, right? It's like there's that rule, right? Yeah, you, that's exactly what you're tapping into. It's a two-week thing. Yeah, I think it's, it was 20, 21 days. Twenty-one days. Is that what but it is? I say like twenty day, days. It takes you to to make a completely new habit. Mm. And I wanted to do a, a 20 days sessions. And actually, I think uh, Simon Lee, Spider Zero, yeah, makes sculptor. He did 20 days, and that was what really inspired me. He did oh. 20 days, and every day was this incredible sculpture, like super dynamic, crazy pose, awesome ideas, crazy detailed. And you could see how with every day, things would get crazier. You would think the person would get tired, but his stuff was just getting better. Oh, like, that's he awesome. was getting better, and it was just so inspiring. And he had... Uh, he had come at Blizzard with a presentation to like a, just a small, like a two-hour demo of his uh, process, and it was just mind-blowing how he approached things. Mm. And one of the biggest things that I picked up from there was uh, uh, like for a tendency to overthink stuff that is very common habit for us for artists. Yeah, the whole striving for perfection, like the perfect <laughs> perfectionism. Yeah, you're worried that somebody's going to see that. Yeah, It's gonna... just like it's it's your own, this battle that is ongoing battle that you also want to everything be perfect. Yeah. And it's it will never be. 
and the same mentality for like, oh, when, when is the deadline for your personal project? Oh, well, it's uh, whenever it's done. And this is, I think, it's the path for frustration. It is true. The last time I did this, I'm like, oh, make, I'm going to make this, this model. And it's going to be like this epic, awesome model. And it's going to take me as long as it takes. Oh. And I stand, okay, this is like this little secret. I have to share something, right? So Sure, whatever. I spent three months on that thing. And it sucked horribly. Like, <laughs> I never posted it. Three months. And now three again, months, yeah. it, it's better. Yeah. And I'm not talking about Your like, system. oh, it was more detailed. It was crazy detailed hmm. to the point where it doesn't make any sense. It was just like a bunch of details with no flow, no real idea. So redundant and overworked. Yeah. And you can see how I got tired of that thing. Well, that's what I was thinking about yeah. the mechs that you did that you, because there was a flow to it, you know? I don't know. That's just my opinion. But sorry, uh, keep, keep going. That makes no, sense. No, no, no. I think, uh, yeah, you, you, you're, uh, you picked it up at the right point that uh, uh, that hunger, the hunger that we have as artists and just trying to go in, you know, outer space to catch something that never got cut before. Yeah. We tend to forget that just simple things like what is the shape proportion? What is the main idea? What is the flow? And sometimes just it doesn't have to be crazy detail to be right or to be done. Yeah. And I had always a problem before for just, oh, I need to detail everything like, <laughs> evenly. I think that's and, an insecurity, right? That's an insecurity. I probably, thing. yeah. Like, I, it's that's, just... that's how it is for me. It's like, it's, it's, you know what it is? I, I worry that guys like you are going to look at it and be like, what a fucking, that guy sucks. <laughs> and so I'm constantly like, oh, shit, I better really step this up. So like, at least it's somewhat impressive, you know? <laughs> and that's, I think that's a sign of an artist that just doesn't really understand themselves yet to that comfort level they haven't you know it's still part of the journey you have to go definitely you have to like and you, i think it's just the teenager type of stuff like you're growing up and you're going through stuff and you're exploring the world with the limited tools you have yeah just like oh you know i'm gonna just do 2000 push-ups yeah yeah like, wait dude how about the left jab and how about the hook i'm like oh i don't need to box i'm just gonna do 2000 push-ups. <laughs> like, yeah it's, it's, why do so, that why do that yeah why yeah <laughs> No, it's 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 really funny if you look at things, especially when you get to a certain level, you, you start to see clarity, right? You start to understand that uh, what you're doing is not necessarily always been the right way. And if you're really smart and you're good at what you do, you can understand like how to change yourself and, 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 and fix yourself. I think a lot of people get stuck in ruts or they get stuck in like a, a rhythm of themselves, you know? Right. And it's really important and it's scary. It's really hard to... to um, change right you know yeah. especially if you're known for what you do it's hard to change but yeah sorry but for guys like yourself who understand that i mean dude oh i still have so much like cool. this is the stuff of stuff that i struggle every day too like this is it's not like you just established it and you're doing this and it's easy of course it's, not it's, it's always hard yeah it's it's always hard and it's always uh, has to, it has to be hard but yeah. at the same time it doesn't have to be frustratingly hard because like if it's hard that you're frustrated that means you're doing it wrong yeah and that's a great sign to really relearn to look at the things in a different way and yes. uh, yeah so <laughs> but that, that comes from honesty within yourself and right. you know like um if you're if you're working in like a circle of friends and your friends are all like you know patting you on the back and stuff that's great but you know, you got to be really honest with yourself. I and mean, if you find yourself as an artist, and maybe you would uh, you would agree with me, but if you find yourself as an artist, as a creative person, um, constantly frustrated or not necessarily reaching the the right. level that you want, I think you're you hit it absolutely on the head about like, you know, um, dedicating that 
time, that 21 days or 20 days or 10 days or whatever. And, and I would attest to that as well. And I need to do that. I actually need to own up to that and do it myself. And actually, after after we talk, I'm probably going to set up just taking 10 days off in the next couple nice. months. And I'm going to just, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, man. I'm going to do it for you, buddy. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I am very, very excited to hear that. And uh, you have questions. Dude, for, you're my guy. If it's a ZBrush, I think I could uh, Oh, man. Uh, I don't want to bug you with my with my newbie questions. I'll, I'll just Google it, you know. But right. no, thank you so much. But you know, like you know, like um, it's just it's really great. You know, it's like the motivation from it. You know, it's very, it's awesome, and it's and it it makes sense to me. Uh, hearing you say that, you like, and we talk a little bit about jujitsu actually too, and a lot of this stuff is very relatable to jujitsu, um, right. the martial art of it, like the the uh, the essence of like. Uh, a lot of people think like I don't know if you know much about it, but if they think like if you get like a black belt, you know, like it takes a long time, especially if yeah. you're at a really good camp. It could take like 10 years to get a black belt. Um, but it, once you get the black belt, it's not about. It's like you have this whole journey, right? And you go. Th that's why they have the belt system. And then once you become a black belt, it's not like you're a badass and that's you're done. It's like no, it's now it's time for you to actually do jujitsu. It's like now, yeah. now it's time for you to actually create a, a, a part of jiu-jitsu bring it to yourself and then give back to the the body of what jiu-jitsu is you know which yeah, is like amazing i'm to do something actually <laughs> yeah it's, you're, you've done learning and now it's time to actually go out into Practice the world it, yeah. and, and teach others and and develop yourself and be humbled by it and, and that's what's cool about it is like nobody's ever the best right like you're not yeah. the best i'm not the best nobody's the best right there's always somebody better but there's nobody's really the best because um, and, 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 the, and it always will be better than new generation always and you have to embrace it that, that's why I think the whole uh, like it's a great analogy that you brought up with the black belt it's uh, when you you can reach a certain level that you feel you can you have something to share yeah you need to empty that cup like you if you want to really fill your cup with a new content right a new meaning for life for everything you need to empty and share that and the best way to learn something new about the discipline you're learning is just to share the knowledge that you already have you empty the cup so you can fill it with <laughs> new information it's brilliant man yeah and i mean i really, really like it <laughs> you're on the podcast you're here sharing your thoughts and your love for what you do that's right and, I mean, and, but like you that's you're so smart to know that because a lot of people i think they will think that sharing things and really releasing their secrets and stuff is is going to make them um like make them vulnerable right you i know? think the only one is really so the thing about sorry to interrupt no you, go ahead a, i felt the urge no please <laughs> so just, there's no for order to this go for sharing it. when i share i re, i do feel vulnerable and that's a good thing that forces me to learn something new it's true you're pushing because yourself the thing, the thing was let's say there was one that dvd that i did about uh hard surface the subdivision modeling and i really just just unleashed everything i knew about it yeah. And when it was out, I just really felt empty. And because of, and not in terms of like I felt empty and depressed. No, no, no. I just felt like, wow, I told everything. I need new. You not need because I wanted to feel new, because I wanted to feel more secure. No, I just felt like, okay, this is a milestone. What's next? I'm like, let's learn something new. And this is how I got into different type of modeling when it's more boxy and I started using different techniques. It's because you empty your cup to fill the cup empty the cup and i think refill the cup it's just like i'm saying this often because i, I really like the that's a great analogy, analogy though yeah how it just works in yeah. real life 
Well, it's true that it does work. And like for people like yourself who are enlightened enough to understand that giving is receiving and understand that like through giving your secrets it pushes you, which makes you better, you know, right. because it's, it's really easy, I think, for everybody to just um, take the, the, take the easy route. Right. You know, it's like, you know, I'm tired. I don't want to do that. Or, um, you know, I, I already, I already worked 10 hours. Why do I need yeah. to work another two or four hours to make it right? You know? And I think that really is what separates like the pros from the amateurs, right? Like it's that, it's that mentality to understand that, okay, like in order to do this right, I have to spend, you know, a thousand hours basically to understand yeah. this and get 10,000. Well, there's that 10,000 10, hour, hour, hour yeah. uh, this is and that's absolutely golden. Yeah, that's a golden rule. I it's, recommend to read it to everybody. Outliers, which, which, really good. It's called Outliers. Outliers. Okay. Yeah. Outliers. Yeah. yeah. I have I that book. Yeah. You have to, Have you read it? I haven't read it. I have like yeah, a same. thousand books I need to read. I, same playlist. You have to put a deadline on each book. <laughs> that's true. And, yeah, and deadline and reminders so you read it because uh, otherwise you'll never read that. Okay, I want to talk to you too before I get. Um, just to remind you, you, I want you to tell me a little bit about how you, like, your day works and how you plan things okay, out because sure. I, I have a, I have a system now too and and I want to share that because you seem to be very. Um, I can't wait to hear your uh, your uh, tricks. Well, I have I have a family too, you know, so it's hard to try to, to, I, to yeah, juggle but it. But that's you know? a good that's good inspiration for you to oh, really discover how you spend time. It's very yeah, it's incredibly important, you know, and, and very uh, good example of that is uh, my friend Fausto Di Martini. Mm, okay. He, well, he's a friend and mentor of mine. Was at Blizzard too, like many things, but he with two kids and i know you have two kids too right you have two daughters? I, I just have my one daughter she's eight okay, years just old one. okay yeah so he got two kids and he works as much as i do or even more wow and still manages time to manages uh, to spend time with them and like being so efficient and it just blows my mind it's almost like wow this is a, such a like the you the uh, not the stress but the conditions that you're in like let's say you have family and you want to spend time with them really forces you to be smarter smarter about yeah. how you spend time and yeah. that's a good thing that's a good thing it is true i mean because time uh you know when you grow up and, and you're a child and you're growing up in the world and, and for me at least when i was uh, you know i would use the word bored right i'm bored uh, you know like when i was like this is when i was really young right but right. I, I think ever since the age of like 10, I don't remember saying the word bored, like using it effectively. Yeah. Like I'm bored, blah. maybe like <laughs> 12 years old or something. I don't know. But just um, 12 years old are worst creatures on the planet. Yeah. Teenagers are the worst. <laughs> Little shitheads. Sm <laughs> smack them around. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, no one, no one like, no one is a good teenager. There's no such thing. There, yeah, there's, they're usually pretty shitty people. <laughs> pretty shitty they, people. <laughs> because they don't know who they are, or what they're doing, and understand. Oh, because they explore boundaries, but just. Yeah. A hard way. <laughs> this is what I was doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's yeah. the thing, right? Like, you know, you, you slowly develop and you realize, well, shit, there's a world around me. And there's a world around me that's affected by me. And then I'm affected by this one thing called time. And it fucks you up if you don't, like, pay attention to it, right? If you don't, yeah. if you don't respect time, you'll, you're going to lose everything. And time is the only thing that nobody can ever really own. You know, you can try to manage it, but it's the one thing that everybody's fighting, right? We're all dying. It's the ultimate. I it's the ultimate, the you know. Immortal, this is the ultimate motivation. Yep. It's the ultimate currency for us. It is, yeah. It's, it's seriously, it's, I think the fact that we have limited time, 
it's the greatest thing that happened to us. I think so too. Otherwise, you know, we would never get shit done ever. <laughs> nothing. Like, yeah, if nothing. we were immortal, it'd be like that's always funny about like immortal stories. I always think that it's like that's a, um, you know, like Highlander and stuff. Like you know, he just goes through the eras and he just kind of like banging a bunch of chicks and like <laughs> do, just cutting dudes heads off and taking their powers and shit it's like it's it's i don't know but like no it's, it's what 12 years old want to do right <laughs> yeah yeah that's bang a bunch of chicks and yeah <laughs> cut off heads that's that's why it sold so well you know it's like we all have a bunch of we're all a bunch of teenagers inside but that's the one thing i think that really like i brought this up in my last one podcast was we talked about time and because george has a has a daughter as well and we talked right. about time and the value of time and, and actually understanding how important it is to really understand the value of time. And every successful person that I've ever like come across, uh, directors, writers, um, filmmakers, anything, you know, yourself, you know, like every, everybody that's really just gets it, they understand the value of their own time. And not like in a way where they're like, they're dickheads about it, or like, I don't have time for this, blah, blah, blah. This is like literally to the point where you respect yourself, you know, like it, you have to. If you don't do that, like you're really, it's, it's not vital. Gonna, it's crucial. It's so vital. It's the most vital, I think, ability to manage time. And I was just talking recently to my wife about it that, you know what, they should teach at school these days a time management just to straight up because it's, it is essentially life management. There's so many things at school that yeah. I feel that people are missing, you know, and well, that's, yeah. that's why that's, that's, that's like, not like I'm, sure. not like I think this is doing any good at all, but it's yeah. one of the things that I'm trying to do is to have the podcast because I feel that getting amazing people like yourself and George and everybody, Anthony and G Monk and Dave, Danny Levisi and Danny on getting all these guys on these amazing talent, like getting these guys on and actually talking about depression and, um, the pain of things and building things and understanding things and being motivated and all that stuff. Like yeah. these things, I mean, I didn't go to art college, so I don't really necessarily know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, there you go. So that's another thing we're going to talk about as well. I mean, I went to like a junior college, but, right. um, you know, junior art college. Ju- yeah, like a junior. Okay. I think I got two degrees. I got an AA degree. I don't even know what the what I got. I mean, honestly, like liberal <laughs> arts or something. I don't even remember. And then uh, it's not like I'm old. I'm, I guess I'm guess I'm getting older. I'm 30 years old now, and I got it back in like I don't know five years ago or so. And I got right. a bachelor degree, but it was like I don't even remember. You know, I just remember I, I made I made some really great friends and some people I love, and, and I'm there in my life still. That was the most amazing thing I got out right. of it. And I did it for my dad, basically, but it was more or less like these kind of lessons, the, the lesson of understanding your time. If you're out there and you're trying to make something of yourself and you don't get why you're not making it, it's probably going to come down to your habits and your time management. Yeah. If you can understand One of those things. Two things. We're all just a bunch of habits, that's for sure. Yeah. And the whole, the whole thing about staying motivated and staying on target, it's a, it's a great subject for because it ties in so many different uh, uh, subjects on its own for yeah. like just search for meaning and just basic stuff like this and finding your place in life and I remember reading this article about how you project your daily activities in the long term yeah and, and the idea was basically that everything your your life it's just sequence of seconds right you go and uh, well just a simple example like a friend of mine he he asked me, well, and it just was a shitty day, and I felt like three hours, slept three hours, you know, <laughs> with my eyes red. He's like, dude, you're still so happy. How are you staying motivated? And well, I'm, well, I said, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so I read this thing that says that the life consists of just a sequence of years, and every year consists of just a sequence of months, weeks, and days. 
And the only way to determine how you spend your day is manage carefully and deliberately how you spend your seconds and minutes. And uh, just what do you, how you spend your seconds and minutes, this is how you define the whole lifetime. Yeah. So when, you, when you're modeling, you have to model like your life depends on it because yeah. it does. <laughs> <laughs> but see, look at that, the, the importance of that. There's a book called uh, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Have you ever read that? I heard that. I never, I never read it. Yeah, yeah you got to get that. If you're nearby, okay. I would just let you borrow it. It's really good though. I've gotten, this is my problem. I get into books and I don't finish them, but it's all about that. It's, he talks about like, you know, breaking your day down. It's like nothing ahead of you matters. Nothing before you matters. The only thing that matters is now. There's, there's like a Chinese proverb. It says people that think in the future are stressed out. People that think of in the past are um, depressed full of, or like full of regrets yeah yeah depressed and then the people that live in the now yeah are at peace you know? right and that's and the only way so to vital. prepare yourself for the future because the future is unknown is to do the best you can today like is if you push yourself today to the max that's the only way to that again that peace as you said for for the future fuck yeah especially especially <laughs> today like today with the all the technology and especially with the how we are exposed to the information, all Crazy. the media and the news, we hear like we hear the things around the world that's happening, bad yeah. things, good things, negative things, positive, like so much of that that yeah. we don't know what's gonna be tomorrow. And the only way to prepare yourself is just stick to your values and do as much as you can today. Yeah, your convictions, you know. Yeah, just yeah. you stick with them and you build a consistency, the habit of doing the right thing. Yeah. Whether whether uh, you feel in tired or not, it doesn't matter. Like you just stick with that, and eventually build a habit. And over a long period of time, it turns out fine. <laughs> yeah. Let's. Yeah. But let's be clear that make sure your habits are healthy. You know, and not. Right. Right. You right. know, like because <laughs> oftentimes the people I think that they can misconstrue this thing. You know, like they can misdirect this gun basically this this focus of your laser of your life. I suppose if you want to call it that, because if you really um, dedicate yourself to understanding the dynamics of each second of your day because yeah. you're on borrowed time. You become a basically a laser, you know, like oh yeah, you know, like that's, you that's... become a shotgun to a laser, you know, and you can go as far as you want. I always I love the analogy. I got this from that one uh, movie and the book, the uh, the secret, where this yeah. one guy said that it was a beautiful analogy. I thought it was awesome. He said, you know, you get in a car, and a car's headlights can only project out to like what 100, 150 feet. Right. But you can drive a car from the East Coast to the West Coast. You can do 3,000 miles in a car because you, if, you have, um, if you have a little bit of trust and a little bit of understanding and you follow your convictions and you have enough like, dedication or trust in yourself, you can be that car. You can take yourself from point A to point B. And, you know, I see it in your work, you know, I really believe that because I, I'm like, your work, your work speaks for itself. Like I said, art is very honest and art is very hard. And to make great art, it takes great um, sacrifice and great respect for your time. And it breaks down to that. It's the formula. It really, it, there's, there's a certain type of formula where it works with this. It works for athletes. It works for everybody. And uh, we all, it, it's like your art, I think you can already see it. it's like a magnet, right? Like you do something amazing and you're, you have a, a, a voice on the internet and, and, and it magnetizes people's attention and it magnetizes people's wants and desires and interests, right? And that all comes down to you understanding how to dyna dynamically understand and control your seconds, you know? Like that's the way I see it because you're respecting your time. 
you know and if you're just sitting around dicking around and doing whatever which is fine you know we can't you know i think one of my friends said it perfectly there's a time in life for harvest right yeah and it's important to understand when that time is and to really push for the harvest but there's also time for rest right and you like you take sabbaticals and stuff like that's one thing that somebody wanted to know about is like like you said you take time off to yourself yeah but and it's the not, thing about time offs that it's like those time offs i work harder than I work. yeah exactly i was just gonna say and that it's, there is a great positive power of not earning any money actually it's like it's funny enough it's completely materialistic but when you're not earning anything there yeah. is no day job there's yeah. the savings it's you realize that this is actually an investment yes. that you can count well that's when Money is hurry, like but equivalent, right? You know, okay, I'm taking three months off. Why is what why I did this? Okay. Yeah. And you go back, okay, this is my plan, and this is what I'm gonna do, and this is the result I expect. Yeah. And the clarity, it's it the crystal like just crystallized vision of where you wanna be by the end of the time off. Yeah. It's where it all starts because you start to break down months, weeks, days, minutes, and to the point where during that uh, ten days of Mac I you was using timer. That's but awesome. I, would, I was I was writing down, let's say, a night before. I do that like, too. Per <laughs> perfect, awesome. nice, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> We're such freaking freaks, oh, we, man. Oh We're no, freaks. it's a tool. It's just a tool, and you use tools that that gets you what you need. Yeah, yeah. And I was doing. Uh, I would write a verbal description of a design with mm -hmm. each element. Yeah. And put a time on it. That's to awesome. To a point where it was like 10, 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> and that shit really works. <laughs> it does, yeah, it does. Because it was uh, so much just going to a restroom was a pressure because you know if you're not if just <laughs> if you're not gonna get this time ten minutes on this section. For yeah. example, I work on the shoulder part, and there is this little joint. I knew I want to put a hook on it that you can attach a rope. If yeah. you miss on that, you're not coming back. Your design will not have a hook and rope attachment to it. Yeah. Is that a big deal? Well let's see what's the most important thing in the design and that brings us to a whole another discussion which True. is like picking priorities and picking getting priorities, really good yeah. and choosing what is really especially with the whole design philosophy you know that there is never enough time to do everything but there's always enough time to do the most important thing do the right a, thing the yeah. law to, the law of forced efficiency right you you there is always enough time to do what is the most important thing and you pick those three items let's say well what is my design about? Oh, it's a bipedal robot with a rocket launcher in the back, and she's got an evil-looking square hat. <laughs> well, this is your three items. She's bipedal, boxy hat, and a rocket launcher. And if if you hit that, you're 80% there. And like the, the you know the Pareto principle, right? The 80% the of all the results are driven from 20% of causes. Co yeah. Causes? Oh, so yeah. Like the basically that you put in the 20% of effort. Will give you 80 percent of result and that's a smart investment of your time and efficiency oh, so the yeah. rest of the time you can really use to just polish things up and do what's least important right so to make sure you're you, you've done what is critical what is the most important for this task yeah oh. fuck this is good <laughs> dude you're blowing my mind man excellent i love it dude i mean like this is this is you're speaking my language man <laughs> this is exactly what i you know i this is I try my best to focus on this. I don't know if you know much about like how I became to do what I did, but I would I had commuted I, I, I had commuted from uh, San Diego uh, to L.A. I had gotten. I read, a, it, I read your interview about it, but I okay, want to hear cool. more. Tell me. Well, no, no, no I don't. I mean, I don't want to be like a broken record. No, no, no. Record now your the listeners want to know. Maybe not all of them read it. You have to tell it now. Uh, 
<laughs> well, uh, yeah, well, I was just working at like normal job, you know, like it was a nice job. It was cool. I had, I, I was working with my friends and it was, you know, I, I could have stayed there for a long time, you know, but I have something inside of me. I think you have it too. You know, I think there, there's a voice, right? There's like a calling and uh it sucks because it's kind of shitty <laughs> no it's, it's called more everything it's, it's called more everything it's it's called hey sleep you know, it's like go go fuck yourself you're, like, you're not sleeping <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so uh so i'm i'm i uh i wasn't really completely satisfied you know i could have been and and i could be okay and just let things be but i i wanted to do something great i wanted to be in the film you know i've always had the passion and, and it, a lot of it spawned from my interview or an interview I, I read through george hull in a book um the like the creative or concept art masters or something like that I can't yeah, I book. Read it too, yeah yeah but it was a really powerful interview for me it's the first time i actually um read something that was like that and i felt like really it was very relatable anyways so i took three months to myself every available time i had between my family and uh the job i had at the time i would like so like 11 o'clock after the girls would fall asleep i'd work until about three or four in the morning and i'd build a portfolio out of, I didn't even know what I was doing, honestly. I was trying my best. I had friends that work in video games, but I didn't really know anybody that would be able to help me directly. I had some friends that are designers and stuff, and they helped me. I, I, I take that back. I had a lot of really great support from all my friends. But anyway, so I wanted to do uh, motion graphics and stuff, and the, the studio that I really wanted to work for was Prologue. Anyway, so three months passes by, and I put all my effort in, and I and I, I gave myself a time limit, right? You know, this is back before I understood how to really understand my time. But so I gave myself three fucking months. <laughs> Nowadays, I'd give myself two weeks or something to develop the amount of work, you know. But anyway, well, that's a muscle. The whole time, it's a muscle. It's it a is. muscle you train. You start easy and then you progress. Yeah, it's a muscle. So Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's what it is, right? You're you're right. you're you're constantly if you're a, if you're a badass at what you do, you're constantly trying to flex that muscle and understand it. Not, not just to be strong. Shit every day. Yeah, not yeah, not just to be strong, but to also understand its weaknesses, right? Yeah. Because you true. want to see every angle of it. There's a beauty in the weakness of it. So I'm working my ass off, and I put all this stuff together, and then I uh, I get contacted back by only one studio. And it's the one studio I wanted the most is Prologue. And so I go up, interview, yes. they offer me a job and I freak out because uh, I'm down here in San Diego and San Diego, you you lived in Orange County, so you understand the distance, I think. Yeah. But it's like, if you don't know this, it's like, it's at least a two and a half hour drive. In usually. the morning, yeah, the traffic. <laughs> it's, yeah. oh God, the traffic it's is so just cool. the, the worst thing ever. And so I come back from my interview and I just, I'm elated. I just can't believe it. And uh, I talked to my wife and it was a very hard talk because... Uh, it was a huge decision, right? We just had gotten married, or we were going to be getting married soon, and uh, and I and I was gonna, I had to take the job. She she knew she couldn't hold me back from doing this because she knows how oh, important it is. Um, let's see, so I'm 30 now. That was like 25, 26. I've only been in the industry for like four years, I think. So 26, 26-ish, I think. Yeah. And so, uh, um, yeah. So I get the job. Uh, and I, I accepted the job, my wife and I figured it out. And so, um, yeah, so just keep in mind, I've never done anything in film and, and I've never done any, I don't really understand it really, honestly, when I start off there, but I'm working next to some of the, the most amazing talent 
<laughs> that I can, in my opinion, in the industry. I know how it feels same and just feel oh. an amateur. Oh my god, it's so Tricky. humbling. But it's, it's it's exactly the element that you need to be in, right? Like, yeah. In perfect. order to be successful, especially at the, your first step, you really need to be around that success. Yeah, it's and, all about the environment. That's that's for sure. And as hard as that year was for me, so basically the setup I would have is that I, one of my best friends, he lived kind of close to the train station, and he gets up to work really early. So he would come and pick me up at seven o'clock in the morning and then drop me off at the train station. I'd take the eight o'clock train up to LA, into the yeah. city of LA, the center of LA, that's a two hour train. I get there at 10 o'clock and I get in my car, I have a car in the garage there. At like, I think I had my my WRX in the car garage. I'm, I'm in the cars too. So. That's a nightmare of mine right there. Oh. How much I hate commuting. That's oh, just, you my described God. my worst nightmares. Dude, it doesn't even stop there. So I get in my car and then I have to drive from the center of LA out to Marina Del Rey. If you know, like to do a mile in LA traffic can take you an hour sometimes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. something that takes you six minutes <laughs> at night will take you 40, oh. 45 to one hour. Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. But thankfully, I'm in this weird time warp where it's like 10 o'clock. So, I get in the car and I drive out there. And uh, I take the 10 out to Marina del Rey, and hopefully, I make it into the office by 11 o'clock. So, I'm, I'm getting up at 6.15, and I finally get to work at 11 o'clock. I get to work and I'm excited and energetic every day. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, give me every job because I told my wife, I, I promised my wife when I started the job, I said, just give me a year. All I need, all I ask you is a year. And after that year, trust me, everything will work out. And it does. It, it did. It was a big bet, obviously. Yeah, like but she I was very supportive. That's great. Yeah, she's amazing. My wife is amazing. I love her, and she's she understands it, and she she puts up with me every day. So it's a bit uh, <laughs> yeah. But I did that commute, and then. Uh, I, my day ended at nine o'clock at night, and then I would get in my car, hustle off, hopefully there's no accidents, drive over to the train station, park my car, get on the 10, 12, 10, 15 train down to San Diego, and get to San Diego at 12, 15. My wife would pack our daughter in her car, take her down to the train station while my daughter's asleep, pick me up at 12, 12.30, and I'd get back home about, I don't know, 12.40, take a shower, uh, try to relax. Usually I'd read and then I'd go to bed at like 1, 1 and then get up at 6.30 and do it all over again. I did that for the whole year. For the whole year. Yeah. And there's oftentimes people like, it sounds horrible, but uh -huh. I mean, there was like, I don't know, maybe 12 fatalities on the train the, yeah. the year I was on there. So there was oftentimes where I would just be completely stranded and stuck on the train. <laughs> Boy. And so there was days where I couldn't even get home and then I would have really? to really see it was a great test for you to see how Fuck yeah. how really bad you wanted that change in Exactly. Your life. You know and, and I... that's great. I think this type of challenges it's it's I think you have to go through the threshold of uh those problems and just 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 every day the issues like traffic and all that stuff, you have to at some point to go through it to really test your your uh goals to see how bad you wanted this to yeah. see to know more about yourself to test you yourself yeah, just yeah. to know more about yourself yeah well, it's, it's, it's about an object right you have an object which is a goal and you you have that object and, and, you, and your whole thing if you're if you're like this you want to have that right it's a it's it's a possession but it's not a it's not a physical possession it's not like uh, i want that car or i want to date that woman you know it's like i want to be better you know i want to yeah. i want to be better me you know, I want to lift up my potential and and, right. and and make people proud. I want to be, I want to, I, at the beginning, it was, I had a shallow ambition, I think, for some of it. I was like, I want to have a job that I'm proud of. I want to have a job that I can not brag about, but be proud of when people ask me what I do. Yeah. And, and the know, only way to be can be proud is to have a meaningful 
occupation. Yeah. And the thing Maybe. that this today is still a lot of, uh, especially young people, have uh, going for different values rather than meaning. Yeah, yeah. And that's a def it's definitely a dark side. It's a very dark side. <laughs> it's a dark side because it's not going to give you uh, the fulfillment that you're looking for. The only way to 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 feel happy the way uh, just to do what you really like. Yeah. To push yourself so you can get good at it. So you you sweat it out, you just drink <laughs> the whole cup, you know? So you 100%. you know that you you pay the price. You now yeah. that Napoleon Hill, he was this uh, uh, a coach and trainer and motivational speaker did a lot of things but he said that achieving your goals it all boils down to two, to two things and like connection between two things first it's understanding what exactly it is first it's identifying what is the goal crystal clear vision what is it you want to do in life tomorrow next week in a year 10 years the comp is just to be 100% clear what is it you want then to identify what it takes to get there what is the price and then the bridge between those two elements is to be ready to pay the price yeah it's like this thing perfect, you know, wake man. up in the morning you wake up in the morning and the first thing you say to yourself pay the price make it count make Fuck it yeah. count. own it and own just, every you, second yeah. yeah and that really wakes you up no coffee needed that works yeah what kind of coffee you know there's no such i, don't, I mean i don't know about you i don't i don't drink coffee or i don't really Thanks. consume anything like that I, i've I don't do drugs, nothing like that either. I just, you know, self-repelled. A lot, oftentimes, people I think ask me. It's natural high. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I don't know if you're like I brought this up before. I don't know if you if you listen to Tool at all. Tool, um, I do. You're talking about the band? Yeah, I Tool. do. Yeah, yeah. and I'm I, I'm a huge Tool fan. I used to listen to it. I used to play bass and stuff. But there's this lead singer Maynard. Uh, he's big into psychedelics and drugs and stuff like that. But I, I think to the point where he's very mature about it, you know, or at least now, but his whole thing was that he would say he would go out and do these like journeys, these psychedelic experiences. And his whole thing was he would do them and then he would try to replicate them naturally. So you right. do them, understand what that feeling was like, and then you would replicate them naturally. And I imagine, like, I've seen him live a few times, and I would imagine when he's playing live and all the lights and the show and the song and the, and the feeling and he's breathing and he's screaming and he's, like, you know, he's ex releasing all this energy. Uh, I imagine he might, probably must feel just like, you know, if he does it on a natural high, you know, yeah. it's... I played I played in front of big shows and, and that really it there's no feeling like it you know so I, I mean I don't know what it, what's like to take psychedelics I never did that but but the idea that um, being able to tap into that inside yourself you know and I think as artists and, and yourself included I don't know if you can attest to this but you can understand that there's like a certain level that you can approach like you can you can obtain it you know like there you can obtain that threshold you know of of enlightenment basically by pushing yourself artistically yeah um and, and you own it you know like you brought up a great point about like the the younger generation and and this might sound pretty bad to say but it's like a lot of people i think approach certain things like masturbation you know it's like quick and easy but you feel like shit after you know but that's just a no i think it's a normal <laughs> part of just generation becoming yeah. more mature and if I remember growing up, every all the older generation would say that we are the most shitty generation. Yeah, ever. exactly. And now well, we're how, like everybody's complaining. I'm pretty young for for how I feel. I feel 60. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I woke up this morning, dude. I felt like I'm six years old. It's I six, feel pretty tired. 60? Yeah. No, I, so I'm 27. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so when I when I said when I was I was going to to say the jokes when uh, we we say between our friends when. 
like you're waking up, you don't really feel like you're young, even though you're supposed to feel young. <laughs> well, and yeah, that's why we all hate mornings. Yeah. But then in the lunch, you go in the gym, you work out, and then you feel good again. Yeah, yeah. So that's really, really a medicine. <laughs> well, yeah, the morning, the morning guy hates the night guy. <laughs> the morning guy hates the night guy. Yeah, yeah. The, morning guy, the morning guy is like that fucking yeah. asshole, man. Yeah, I hate the guy. No agreement. We're fighting all the time. Always fighting, yeah. There's always... <laughs> yeah, man, it's... it's uh, that's a, I mean, it's it all breaks down to time management, right? But I, w- I want to hear about you, like how you... how you, Your path. Are, are you from the States or did you come across or what, what's, you know, what's the I, deal? Uh, I'm from uh, Eastern, Eastern Europe country called Moldova. Okay. That a lot of people here think that's a fake country, but probably because it used to be part of Soviet Union before uh, before it collapsed. So it's uh, I grew up speaking Russian in this uh, this very little small country. It's like four million four million people total. Oh, okay, super small. Yeah, yeah, very small. And I grew up in this age of changes when uh, the whole uh, the situation wasn't very stable in a country who had like mini mini war. For a mini country, and yeah. uh, it was the whole background. <laughs> was five like, people died. Five, yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry, still, I don't mean. Still, no, no, it's all, all shut all, up, Dick. So good, but anyway, so I grew up in this uh, kind of vibe of just not really understanding the world. It was like we still had, even the school, we had the books that were written in Soviet Union. Hmm. while the teachers were telling us they don't really apply to the current reality. <laughs> it was very interesting. That is really interesting. Period, yeah. Because it was just that, uh, like, you're trying to understand the world around you and from early age. At least this is what how, how I felt. Yeah. And, uh, but I liked it. It was a very kind of maturing in a way. Yeah. And uh, so I grew up in this very small town, maybe 14, 15,000 people. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and I uh, starting doing, actually before I started doing 3D, my brother, he was, uh, he and his uh, future father-in-law, they opened the first internet cafe in this town. Like awesome. Cafe. Yeah, it was the very first, this is the first time I ever saw a computer. And I think that was really the turning point for me. I just was so fascinated. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> the internet didn't even know how to respond to you. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it wasn't, we didn't even have internet for the first couple of years. Like, it wasn't internet. Yeah. It was just computers, a couple of games in it, like Quake, Warcraft 2. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was it was Quake 1, Warcraft 2, Kermageddon. That totally fucked up the town, huh? Everybody's sitting there. Dude, yeah, and my first job was pretty much just... Telling the, the kids, local kids, get the hell, get off of that. We're just pretty much like we all were just dirt balls, right? <laughs> and and uh, going into abandoned, uh, like World War Two, uh, what was it, the abandoned airports, like looking for shells. It was really not that much to do. Yeah. Um, well, that's kind of cool is, though, as kids, though, right? Yeah. You know, use your imagination, would, right? Yeah, you can you can go around, you know. Right now, these days, they they joke that. The kids don't even have a place where they can put the stick in the ground. Like everything. <sighs> Such and, a bummer, man. Yeah, like a line. And, where, and there we've, we had a world around us to explore. It's funny you brought it up, though, like how, you know, when we were growing up, older people were like, you fucking 
degenerate shitheads, you know? Yeah, I totally speak it for every generation. And look at us now. We're not even that old, you know? Like, I'm three years older than you, but we're pretty yeah. we're pretty freaking young. And it's funny to hear, like, how many times we're playing, yo, the younger generation, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. This it's kind of, it's, it's, yeah. We should be careful with that. No, no. You don't want to, because I, I, I want to still feel like I'm a teenager just playing yeah. in the playground with my friends. At least that's how I feel. Well, yeah. It's just sometimes when I think I think when it comes uh, to talking about time, you there is a tendency to get all philosophical. Oh, of course, you know because how could you? I mean, it's a force, right? It's a force it is, to be. Yeah. It's a force. It's, it's it's a thing that you can't see or you. Do, oh yeah. You, but you can feel it, you know, because you get old, you know. But and it's 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 interesting. I'm reading a book called uh, "The Dragon of Eden." The Dragons of Eden. It's a Carl Sagan book. He's he's one of oh, my okay. favorites. I love Carl Sagan stuff, and he in the way that he breaks down like. Uh, I don't know if you've read it. You should check it out. It's fucking awesome. But he breaks down like the kind of the core um, understanding of the human, like mankind, but like in a way that it's just uh, for the layman person, like a person that's not a scientist, basically. But he breaks down like the entire like ellipse of time that it took for the the, basically our universe to be created. And he breaks it down into a year. And so like the last five seconds is us. And like our last developments, like the last three seconds, like, like the last three seconds, like, and it's gonna be another three seconds, and the whole civilization is just gonna go away, probably. There it's you like go. It's like a it, short flash. <laughs> that's one. Make it count. <laughs> Ima- yeah, imagine uh, doing something for a year, right? And then you, the last three seconds, you get a break from it. You know, like that's how long it took for us the the the, yeah. the energy it cre- to create this anomaly, which is us. That's heavy. And 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 it's so crazy. And I like to get into this stuff, and I don't give a shit if people judge me. <laughs> but I, I like to look at it's like your podcast. You can do whatever you want. Fuck yeah! No, <laughs> no, you could stop me and call me a hippie. I don't care. Like whatever. Like, but I find this stuff so fascinating because, and and going back to our childhood, like in, in like you said, you grew up in a small town, and I grew up in Hawaii, and in Hawaii, you grew up in Hawaii. Yeah, and in Hawaii, nice. there's not a lot of. Uh, uh, I grew up in on the Big Island. I spent most I of my spent- time. My last sabbatical on the Big Island, six oh. months. Oh, all the max you saw, all yeah. the max you saw were done. Uh, it was a thirty minutes drive north from Kona. Oh, city. there you go. I lived. I grew up in Ka- uh, Kailua Kona. There you go. And how dare you go to Hawaii and spend all your time on a computer, sir? I. This is how I was testing whether I really want to do three D or not. Wow, you're <laughs> fucking hardcore, dude. <laughs> I went there, dude, and I was working so hard. Oh, I would go bodyboard in the morning <laughs> in Kua Bay and then come back and work for freaking sixteen hours. Wow, I dude! Was it? You're you're bad. You're bad to go to Hawaii though. That's amazing. Damn, I would I would have a hard time with that to be honest. I just went there when I turned thirty. I went there for a week. Yeah, uh, I went to well, Kua... you're from there. Maybe it's just for you, it's much deeper the attachment and how you feel. Oh yeah, it's it's. I don't know. Uh, when I get off the plane. Um, in the in the states it's beautiful right i live in san diego yeah. it's amazing i love san diego but it's nothing even close to comparison of how amazing hawaii is like dude, i can't believe you're from there it's awesome dude the, the air is sweet dude like yeah. you get off the plane it just like gives you a nice little hug gives you a kiss on the cheek and it smells like flowers yeah. and you're just like fuck yeah like, <laughs> you just, <I> <laughs> oh, it's so good oh, it's man. awesome it, yeah. it's it, it's really where um humans should be right like we thrive like life thrives out there you you, you take a shit and then a plant grows out of it there wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it's so um abundant with life and and it and it's hard not to be um just 
overexcited and happy. Like you can't. Like, so funny how we're like we're drifting from one subject to another. Oh, who cares, man? <laughs> it's, just, it's just funny, dude. No, well, it's great. Like I don't care. Like I could talk for another four or four hours. Dude, yeah, I don't want to take up all your time, and I want to talk for as long as you wanted to talk. But um, yeah, that's. I mean, Hawaii is like. When I went there, I went to Kauai for my 30th birthday i went out okay. with, uh it wasn't on my birthday but i went with a, a really close friend of mine my buddy brian who's one of my best friends and nice. we did a ton of hiking and uh it was amazing man it's just fucking epic dude being on the the edge of these cliffs and stuff if yeah. you ever if you ever get a chance to go and actually go like to to um like i be, was in, a, a in Kauai <laughs> on the helicopter on the pali coast when oh. 15 18 15 Tiger shark. Oh, dude. On the Harley. coast. We didn't want to go in the water after that. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm a bit. I'm like, I'm a bit worried of the water. Actually, I don't. I go out in the ocean, and but I'm like, I've spent 13 years out in Hawaii, and I never was really like, I never went surfing really. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I just hate sharks, dude. And they're fucking. They're shitty. Well, they're just. <laughs> they're designed uh, so perfectly. The design is so sick. It's just so pure, raw, and it's a tool. It's oh, it's, it's you nature's got this tool, man. Tool with a jaw in it. It's such a pure signal to your brain. Oh man! Like sharks, snakes, and spiders. Ugh. Pure signals. It's like you get the message right away. Look at that design, though. That's the thing about nature. It's so amazing, right? It almost seems like it creates things effortlessly that are so much better than anything. You know, like yeah, because it all works. It's just pure function. It's driven. The form follows function. It's hydrodynamic with all the jaw, just the right side of the two teeth. Oh. Maybe it's a little overdone, maybe, for chart. <laughs> How uh, dare you critique dare. nature? <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> I don't know. That's, no, that's, but I mean, that's what you're, that's what we do, right? Though we look at the world around us, observe it, and then um, like barf up our own interpretations, right? From inspiration. And I was only it, talking about the teeth, everything else. <laughs> Just only the teeth. Are oh, because stuff. you're saying the teeth, are, there's so many teeth? It's many, it's there, babe. Yeah. yeah they're that's how they roll dude they have the dude how it's so crazy like have you seen the inside of their mouth it's disgusting it's like rows of awesome. teeth yeah so it's just like they bite one thing the teeth falls out it just rolls into the next one yeah. dude that is fucking it's like the eye of a transformer can you imagine the amount of time it took nature to actually create something like that it's just like thought it was like... the last it was the last three seconds of the universe building the same... <laughs> in, in carl sagan's like span of things i think it was like yeah it was like the last like five minutes or something like that because the creation of life um like actual organisms and stuff because you know like in his interpretation and i don't know if you're religious or not i, I don't really um uh, go with anything necessarily it's little bits of everything and i don't know anything i'm too i'm, I'm just a fucking little human i don't really understand this stuff yeah, there's too much information to make a judgment i think <laughs> it's, it's still too early right to make a final oh, judgment yeah this just it's uh, it's out of control and, and the idea to think that there's no other life out there and stuff it's just it's too much to me too much for me to think i'd rather just sit in front of my computer I, and... i've read i think this thing was it that was it george Connor somebody else said that if we are the only uh was it the only living like mind yeah the, the creature that was got intelligence in the universe then the universe set for a rather low standard <laughs> <laughs> seriously right i mean look at us dude like i mean there's ugh, we're dumb dude like <laughs> we're not that amazing i think people think we're a little bit like most people think we're more amazing than we actually are i think it's pretty beautiful and, and there's things that we do but I don't know. It's just. I think we are both. We are what we will choose to be. Right? There's so oh, many things yeah, that it's are. It's like a gun. Yeah. It's it's it's. So it's many things that we come up with for the last hundred years, or even 
for the last 30 years so much new stuff it's just gonna take time for us to 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 know what to do with the tools and again get it all boils down to the values right what are your moral values yeah and that's the foundation all everything else even the civilization as a whole is just a tool yeah and for us as a group it's always i think it's always hard for a group to define a vision a direction where to go oh it's impossible yeah it's, it's just yeah it's, it's pretty it's like the internet right I, I look at the internet as being this next level of like organism you know it's like a mental organism it's a radio living thing it is absolutely and if you're a fan fan of like ghost in the shell and yeah yeah yeah. well you know it's like i don't know like the the ideas that he he provoked in like neuromancer and all these other science fiction novels there's plenty of them there's a huge amount of them but yeah i mean the idea of like what the internet actually is you know and if you sit back and really think about like what it's become and like how like if you look at the government now too like how much they're trying to restrict us from having these things it's it's obvious that like how powerful it's become you know it's yeah. become so powerful that the government has to step in and, and start to detain people because it's they're going to lose their power basically and it's interesting man it's it's and it like you said it all breaks down to your morals and your choices right and it's cool to talk about your childhood because like you said like you were living in a small town and like how i grew up in hawaii small town same kind of thing but you live in your imagination right like and that's one thing i worry about with children nowadays or just like watch, watching my daughter grow up and stuff i worry that um they will not have the same arena for building the imagination everything yeah i think so I, you know i don't know can you hear me yeah i can hear you yeah some something with my microphone so anyways i think this is might not necessarily be true i remember because just going back to my childhood the same i remember the same thing when i was going through that period of time when like i was playing video games hardcore <laughs> like i i was and the thing is uh, i was i had it's the console called sega mega drive 2 16-bit oh shit like, 16-bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> like Mortal Kombat 2 just changed my life, oh, you know, man. like Me playing too. Dune, and I was always in, even playing those games. How bloody and like some some of the just ludicrous and ridiculous they were in these ideas. Yeah, like I was looking to ideals and and good. I was looking for the good stuff, you know. Yeah, like I was playing that. Uh, like I was playing Dune on my shitty little black and white TV. Like I'm very old, black and white. It was so small that a unit was literally a two pixel. Oh. I, I maybe it was just a pixel and there's another pixel <laughs> it was everything was happening in my imagination it right was, yeah because you had to fill in the blanks right. and in even that i heard like my older brother would say like oh now you have these video games you know yeah and yeah. when you read a book this is how you train imagination and like i was always arguing with that like no i'm when i play this i still have the imagination when mm. i see this base and the enemy's units approaching, like completely geeking out in my head about like, oh, That's there good. is a hero soldier yeah. that stays and like he's going to die for his general. You know, like in my head, I have this <laughs> epic book. Like, I think there is a steel and especially as a as a kid, I think it's I think that foundation of the technology. Yeah. Just going to launch you even further away. It's just how about we would train that new generation, what we pass to them, to, to them, what we what we which values we're gonna pass like just a simple a simple uh, idea as trying to really explain to just whoever like we're just past the knowledge of everything there is nothing for nothing you get value just for value yeah to get something out you need to put something put in, some in there's yeah. no shortcuts there is there is really no shortcuts and only uh, 
it, all the shortcuts would only lead to on the long term they're gonna lead to a failure yeah that's and, true yeah so i think passing that will regardless of what technology even what video games they play and what they see on tv they still can grab decent people <laughs> well yeah of course well i have two words to con, con uh to counter your argument Jersey Shore. What is that? What is that? <laughs> I don't know. It's this crappy show. I've never seen it, but I've, I've seen like glimpses of it. It's just it's just like reality TV bullshit. Oh, I'm so far from it. I don't have TV. That's great. I, mean, I, have it. I only have Blu-rays in it, and if I don't watch, I don't know anything about it. You're amazing. That's awesome. No, I don't like. It's just really horrible crap. But um, but no, that's. I, I think I, I I guess I would agree with you too because I do come from that generation with like I did play Doom, and yeah I would think about like all the backstory right I would build it in my head so I, I don't maybe it's just um, the curiosity within us yeah it is all the curiosity yeah so yeah. we need to develop that just past the curiosity habit it is a habit because you when you stay curious right and it's 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 great that you brought up the whole curiosity thing because it's actually i think is the best antidote like remedy for overcoming failures especially for artists yeah when yeah. you fail and you like you learn and you're struggling and you it's curiosity that at the end of the day takes you through all that because you still even if you fail you want to learn from it like yeah. every little failure is an opportunity to learn from it and that's curiosity is driving you there you, yeah. you, also, you know because you're curious and well, failure, I think a lot of people too, and I think I think the nation's starting to understand its value. Um, I think it's, you know, before it was like, oh, it's success, 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 like only success, but through failure, you get success, you know? It's, right. It's through the darkest times, you get the, the greatest. Our, some of our favorite stories are, are about heroes that go deep within themselves and fail, and then only to be reborn and, and, and to, to uh, vanquish or, you know, conquer their demons or Luke kills his father, you know, <laughs> yeah. or like, you know, like, or like his father dies, but it's like, you know, it's, it's just these, it's, 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 uh, the hero's journey, basically. Right. You know, like General Patton, he said that success is not how high you get or something like that. Yeah. Success is when, how high you you jump off the ground when you hit the bottom. <laughs> yeah, there Stuff you go. Like that's like how jump you, how high you can just jump off the thing, so. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, this see all like talking to you about this. It's like it, it all makes sense. I I knew that you had to be something special with the way that you perceive things because there's no way you're able to do what you do unless you have that really, and it's it's great. I mean, it's a it's a real breath of fresh air. You, just, you don't understand how motivating it is to me too to hear this Thanks. because it's motivating for me to talk about you about your uh, uh, your values and everything. This is just so much in line with the. With, with everything that I am going through. So it's always great, always refreshing. It's good to know you're not alone, right? You know. Oh yeah, like it's perfect, we're, yeah. We're very social creatures, you know, whether I think people want to admit it or not. I think uh, we'd be nothing without the, the ability to communicate. You know, once we yeah. figured out spoken word and, and memory and understanding that, like we were pretty lost. But I think once we had that breakthrough as a civilization, like it's definitely helped us establish ourselves amongst the, the food chain, basically. And right. Unfortunately, we're biting our own self and killing the planet, you know, doing so. Uh, that's the unfortunate part. But no, I mean, and thanks, dude. And, and I mean, it's, it's so cool because it's just, re, it's like the words that you're saying are just re, how do I say, like the re establishing. I'm going to, I'm going to take this analogy that a friend of mine told me that every every human being is like a radio wave like a wavelength yeah 
when we're on the same frequency, we emphasize each other, like make the single stronger. Yeah, that's true. And, and that's really how you break. Like that's why if you if you look in the stories of great successes and just you go from Beatles to to Apple, right? It's always a group of people that have the same values, crazy passionate about what they do, and they just the frequencies of waves they are, and they just emphasize and, and enhance and strengthen each other so much that this is how they make these breakthroughs, because eventually the civilization is driven by like these little sparks of innovation, right? Yeah. That everybody else, everybody then gets to enjoy and build a new sparks of innovation on top of that. And that's kind of the chain that's uh, very, uh, it's very exciting to watch that, especially these days with technology. Absolutely. I mean, how could you not be just completely in awe of the world around you? I often find it weird and, and odd sometimes when I hear from other artists that they're like, oh, I, I'm... I'm I'm having a writer's block or a creative block. I'm like, really? Like, how could you? How could you even have that? Like, there's so much around you. Like, just be curious. Go look at the internet. You know, like. What What is that? Well, it's like people like lacking motivation or understanding uh, okay. or like you know artist artistic block basically. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and for like, I mean, I have plenty to say about that. What would you say if somebody came to you and was like, well, you know, I wanted to do this, but I didn't know, and and I, I'm, and I'm not sure about myself here. Yeah, but I, I would. I would take this and I take this as with a great respect because the fact itself that person tells about it, mm. it takes, it, first of all, it takes balls to, to even acknowledge the fact that, you know what, I'm drifting somewhere in life, that but I true. really want to, to do something about it. Yeah. And this is the very first step to acknowledge, to, okay, I acknowledge the fact that I want to do some, something about it. Yeah. So like, I, I take it with a great respect and the fact that like everybody struggles with that. And the whole motivation thing, like, there is there is a reason why there's so many books about this because it's just so much that goes into it. Like re I, recently, I was just uh, I was just reading this uh, article about uh, it's called I don't remember, but basically it's it's analogy is that motivation is your personal hygiene. Mm, yeah. And it is so what exactly it means that you don't. You don't need to stay in the shower every the whole day to stay clean. It's completely redundant, right? Yeah. You like you take it in the morning, you take it after gym, take it at night. Like that's good enough, right? But also that means you have to be consistent with it. You can't just like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna stay in the shower a whole a whole weekend, so next three months again, I just stay clean. Like it doesn't work. You cannot accumulate. It <laughs> doesn't a good work. analogy. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't just work like this. And so the same with motivation. You need to refresh that. So for every person, every everybody, everybody's got his own kind of anchor points yeah. for that. And for it's always a combination of things. It could be a childhood, let's say, when you were a child, you always wanted to be a musician. Mm -hmm. And then you like when you were in, in, a, in a college, you also wanted to learn French. Like there's like this combination of different things, right? Yeah. And if you establish those anchor points, and for me, it was always a, uh, a music. I always I, I like music and for me this is like a natural drug like I just listen to music and I get ideas that's great me too and he, it's the ultimate right it's just music yeah it puts me in the mood there is a morning music there's afternoon music there's a late night music like <laughs> I listen to all kinds of music and I it just addicted to that stuff but it, it because it affects positively my life right the and results and it's like one thing and I use it as an anchor point for motivation and sometimes there is a single song that you are a track like a, whatever it is right uh, that was 
touching you in a way like in your, your mind you know that you felt motivated to do something you felt action oriented yeah and you just establish that as an anchor point and you really listen to that the song every time that you're not really feel motivated right but the thing is you can't just listen it on the loop the whole day it's <laughs> like staying in the shower like you listen it every week and it really punches you yeah it's one thing and the other thing that comes from uh, i think everybody's childhood and that i remember which article was that it's called identity-based habits mm. and the basic idea is that everybody has this uh, in early age we got this uh determination points when we have this kind of a self-statement of what kind of person we are and whatever it is it's usually your strongest side and it in the in the article it was analogy with this uh uh girl that was uh, basically very good with names she would never forget a single name <laughs> in her whole life right wow and she was when she was in in high school or like she changed her schools and I don't remember, was it university, college, but it doesn't really matter. The fact is that uh, when a teacher asked her, can anyone repeat the, all the people we just named? It was like three or like 50 guys and you completely knew people. No one knew each other, right? And she just repeated every, everybody by name. Damn. And everybody like, whoa, what the hell? This is amazing. Wow, how'd you do that? And at that point, it's clicked for her. And she, and she acknowledged that it was this message. I'm the type of person who is good with remembering names. And knowing or not knowing, each of us has this a set of habits and this self acknowledgement for what we are good at. And all these areas where, and it doesn't really mean that we can't learn anything new. What it really means that is usually those areas that we are having less, uh, like we don't really struggle through life with that. Like yeah. somebody's just like, oh, you know, I'm the type of person who's very social and open with people. It's very easy for me to talk to new guys, to new people, like whatever, I just like talking. and. And this, you can see how this person is eventually gets into position when he does it for a living and very efficiently, whatever that is, right? But so what happened to me, I remember when I was like 10 years old, I was, I don't know why, I saw, you know, there's uh, in some of the newspapers, there's a, uh, puzzles or like anecdotes on the last last page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know, but this the Russian newspaper, I remember that. Yeah, stuff like it, that here. Yeah. Okay, it was like, so in the, in the last page, and they had the labyrinth, just a simple labyrinth that you need to take a pen and draw the line to the finish. Yeah. And they were so like retardedly easy. It was like too easy. <laughs> because it's, it's the one thing that you take and you spend literally 15 seconds, right? It's just too easy. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Let me try to make my own labyrinth. I had no idea why I tried it. So I made one that was a little more complex. And then I drew another one on the paper. And I tried, you know what? Let me add a little more dimension. And I drew like the tunnel underneath another tunnel. <laughs> and I spent a couple of iterations. And I don't know, a couple of months later, I just decided to make this epic, most epic labyrinth ever. <laughs> like this idea that is completely useless. It's just keep having his time for himself doing weird things, you know, yeah, like geeking yeah. out, like yeah. while watching Discovery Channel or something. <laughs> and awesome. uh, I did this, I, I glued a, a stack of paper together. I was like six, eight, four, four months or, or four, doesn't matter, but it was like pretty big, right? And I was drawing that labyrinth for days and I think weeks. Whoa. And when my mom saw that and she just said it like, whoa, 
you are crazy patient or like something that you're very focused yeah this is like focused. this is like so constant like there's so much concentration very rare yeah and i didn't know there is such thing i didn't know this it actually it's something weird or it's something uncommon and because she stated like wow you're so patient and in my head it clicked up oh, i guess i'm the type of person who is patient yeah that's and after, true yeah. and after that i just always use it as my muscle that's like good. oh you know what i'm not talented at this but I'm gonna just brute force it with yeah. my long hours and patience. That's good. And it's positive reinforcement at an early age. Yeah, exactly. It's, and I feel it was really just bad for, for kids <laughs> that don't have that, you know. Sorry. But kids. I think I think people still have it. It's just it's different areas like this. You see this young kid who plays uh, soccer in the in the in the backyard with like his friends, whatever, right? Yeah. And he's get this a series of mixed luck with him being a little faster. Yeah, and he just like clicks in his head. I'm the type of person who is good with the ball, with hitting ball with my legs and kicking it, right? Yeah. And the positive reinforcement pushes him, right? And I think everybody's got something like that, or if he doesn't, and but understand how the mechanics, how it works, yeah. can create all this stuff artificially, until it becomes his second nature, and that what helps you to stay motivated, even if when you're tired. That's why the whole thing about like motivation, it's a very complex subject. And you can't just, there is no uh, a tool that you can just, oh, fix it. Oh, take a pill. You're going to be motivated. No, it doesn't work that way. It's very complex. No. Yeah. Like it goes to meeting. It goes, what is the long term? It's just so much stuff that goes into it. It's a multi, it's a multiple, um, yeah, it's like a, it's like a multi firecracker thing, you know, it's like right. multiple things have to fire off at the same time. Yeah in order to project you. I think for me, it's like, I just, I love looking at other artists and other things. Right. Oh, you know? same. It's like, dude, you know, and that's cool. It's so funny that you say these things. We have really kind of weird parallels, uh, childhood and stuff too. Like, and I, and I used to draw tons. I used to just, but I used to draw like cities, but I would tape pieces of paper together and draw like one, like I would draw like, yeah, but I'd take like the legal size paper. So it'd oh, be like, nice. but so it'd be, it, but it'd be like, I would put like seven papers together and tape them <laughs> together, but it'd be like the whole city, you know, every little building, like people putting their trash out and car accidents and all that stuff. But it would, and that's all I would do, you know, like that was, that was the fun thing for me. You know, it wasn't necessarily the mazes, but what's so cool to hear that about you is it, dude, it's like, you're the same person from 16 years ago but you're now, you know, like you, yeah. but you, yeah. and, and now you're a man and you're understanding the, the principles of things. But it's, it's like, again, it's all the same. Yeah. The only difference, it's just, it's more conscious and deliberate. Yes. And that's why, why I think that, uh, for every, I don't want to say generation, but like, let's say there is this, uh, okay. There is this, this people who growing up and they learning something new or will be a new generation or, we come back to older. Everybody gets to that, uh, uh, like self discoveries when you discover the, the boundaries. Yeah. And also finding the reason for that. And I think this is so amazing because with years it just gets sharper and sharper. Like for me, every week I feel like, ah, I was so stupid. Why I was doing that thing? Mm -hmm. Like I can't look at my artwork. I was like, ah, dude, what, what the hell I was thinking? You know, like it doesn't make any sense. Like it has to be. Like, and it's always like this. And it's this, this until like in, in uh, the struggle itself is the journey is the reward itself yeah like there is no end point there like yeah, it's just it's you have to really enjoy this part and i think this is a as soon as you get in the balance with yourself understanding that this is a reward yeah the struggle is a reward i think you you start to i don't know 
feeling more just happy overall. You just embrace <laughs> it, you know? Like, I think, yeah, just... yeah, you think you're talking about the energy of fighting things, right? Right. And you'd spend, a, like, there's the the idea of procrastination, you know? Like, I'm, I'm pretty bad at it, certain things because I have to do a lot of work in order to pay the bills and all that stuff, so for some jobs I get very, I get, I, I push it all the way to the last minute and then I do it and I'm okay with it, but it's like, uh, you know, it's time management and understanding your time, you know, and, and there's all these things that get in the way of that. And there's, there's, you know, there's a million excuses, right. As to why yeah. things happen. But like, I always tell people, it's like, you're the only person in the way of your own success. Yeah. You know, and it's oftentimes, it's so true. It's so true. And, and oftentimes, I hate being a person that ever gives advice and not take it and do it myself, you know? And my, oh, yeah. my wife would get on me about that all the time. She's like, <laughs> you're giving me advice that you didn't even do yourself, you know? I was like, ah! <laughs> and she's so true. It's so, it's, she's absolutely right. But I think that's definitely one thing to really consider is like if you're hitting your head against a wall and you don't understand why, then it's definitely due to yourself. Like you're the, your own worst enemy, you know? If there's something in yeah. life that you want, then you have to really go after it and make it happen one way or the other and figure it out, you know, and be obsessed with it and understand it. And for you, it's so cool to see that, like you were saying, at age 10, you were doing these elaborate, elaborate. It, and it was just such a feeling for, like, you're working out your brain, right? You're doing something that is almost an instinct. Yeah. That you don't really know. It's just like, oh, and the funny, I think, the funny thing is when you're doing something you you, you haven't seen before, like your brain, you just get more curious. And that's, I think, why we have such a diversity in art because yeah. everybody's just looking for his own thing. Yep. That's why I always uh, recommend just like, don't try to copy anybody. Nope. It just doesn't work. You're not going to find what you're trying to find. It's just you're, you, what you're looking for, it's there in, in yourself. And uh, just, just get it all out by trying what you want to try rather than trying to please everybody. Like this is definitely, this is, like trying to please the audience, basically, it's like the worst idea. Yeah, that's definitely the path for failure and yeah, frustration. You, yeah, you'll never please everybody. You know, like there's that's one thing. Uh, a lot of artists, uh, myself included, especially in the beginning, when you wouldn't get the the respect or the the love from like people that were close to you with your art, you get all like self de deflated and upset. Yeah. <laughs> dude, you can't expect people to like your shit. You know, like you just can't, and and that's okay. Like not everybody's gonna that like it. Be, and that shouldn't be a goal. It never should be a goal. It's, it never should. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Cobain from Nirvana. He said, "I would much rather be hated for who I am, I am than to be loved for who I am not." Yeah, dude. And, I mean, and that just so, struck me so hard when I heard it. I'm like, "Wow." That's then crazy. he shot himself. So yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, that's different. <laughs> well, it's this is there. a good message. There is a, always room for improvement, right? Yeah. That's why there is no reason for us to make like build idols because every everybody's mortal, right? And we yeah, all make mistakes. True. No one's perfect. But the ideal for the perfection, that's what have to be there to keep you going every day. Yeah. Working it, you know. That's. Uh, yeah. It's. Journey. Yeah, of course. When you know that whole idea of that, you know, we're all mortal and stuff. It's often easy for people to forget that, you know, when they look at like um, really prolific human beings and stuff, and they think like that they're this special entity that are untouchable and blah blah blah. You know, like. Yeah, sure, uh, maybe, but at the same time, like, it's not necessarily that, you know, like, I'm sure people will look at yourself, for example, and be like, oh, I can never do that, blah, 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 it's like, okay, well, yeah, maybe you can never do what he wants, what he's doing, of course you can't, because you can't be him, but 
you can be yourself. If you can create work, that's yeah. amazing. You can the goal create... is to be the best you can be or not somebody else, just your potential. And yeah. at least that. And well, it's, it's because a, everybody it's a, gets his uh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, but it's like a slippery slope, right? When you're looking at the world, right? Okay. Right. So, like, and looking at you, like, obviously, people see your work and be like, okay, well, he's, he's successful and he's working at ILM and this and that. So, how do I want to be? I want to be successful too. I want to work at ILM, blah, 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 blah. So, I'm going to look at his work and I'm going to figure out how to be. And then you have clones, right? Yeah, people that are just clones. They're just going to bite you and want your style and do all that <laughs> stuff, obviously, to please uh, the populace, right? And, you know, to, con to contra counteract what Kurt Cobain said. But right, right. It, it's, it's so easy to – it's a slippery slope, like I said. Like, it's hard, it's hard to look at the world, understand it, and then also go take all that stuff from the world and then be okay with just being yourself, which is oftentimes – the weirdest thing you know right but at the same time it's uh, the, the fact that someone just people uh like when, when you said uh, clones yeah <laughs> it, it happens and it's oh it's, yeah again, it's, it's a normal it's yeah. a normal uh, part of how the whole just the the, the society works that way and consumption in, though it's in, due in to terms consumption. of in terms of just uh, especially like professional entertainment industry oh, like yeah. talking like entertainment design it works that way but at the same time people like let's say there is 10 clones two out of those guys gonna pick up the best from the source and make it better yeah and just make it better and take it to the next level then the new will come and that's i think that the fact that let's say there's like 80 percent of clones and 20 percent of people who make something more original from it and again i'm just throwing these numbers i have nothing i i, Dude, I know nothing about it right know but they, everything say, about it <laughs> nah, about? So, <laughs> and that's absolutely anyways, true no and let's say this is this is the what it is it's yeah. fine because it's the price we all pay we need to share yeah. like you we, it's it's okay it's it's okay that it's happening and let's say someone actually makes it work and gets something from it it's fine it's whatever he's meaning for that yeah. because if he's really if his goal here is to he's so passionate about it he sees himself doing this thing for the next 50 years and growing he's gonna pass that stage of cloning he's gonna He'll pick pass the here. clone stage but yeah. if he all he wants is to get the job just to get the job and land the job and like, oh, now I have the job. Now I can leave at five o'clock and uh, I don't know, watch TV and have a beer. <laughs> and like, that's it. Yeah. It's, it's not going to last on the long term. What's going to happen? Well, that I don't want to say that, but this people will be the first one to get laid off when the next crisis is going to hit. Oh, yeah, man. Or yeah. the worst, he'll be fine till the age like 60 when they realize that, oh, there is not enough like pension. There is nothing for him to live by. Yep. It's all about the sh a long-term perspective where you want to be like you go where do you want to be in, t in 10 years and where i want to be in 20 years and then you go <laughs> what exactly did i do today was that qualifies as a substantial step substantial contribution towards the future yeah like whatever it is if you want to if you want to paint uh landscapes let's say when 20 years from here and if you really want to do it so well that you let's let's for example you do one painting in three months right and you can make a living out of it for example right and uh, you need to practice it today because that's going to take you twenty thousand hours to really get on the level that it, it's it gets good you know all about lighting yeah composition everything from exposure just so much to learn so much and, yeah it's uh, it's all the long term yeah, but you're, you, what you're talking about, I think, because it, we're going to kind of counter, contradict what we're saying here is that we're talking about the future and all that stuff. But yeah. what you're saying is that you must look at the future as if it's the second you're within. 
and understanding your goals through that like understanding the second that you're in like right now we're having a talk on the podcast this is giving me so much motivation some people might consider this just wasting time and talking i think it's food for like for the soul oh and dude i am crystallizing my vision right now this is great i mean after we get done after, yeah after we get done with this i'm gonna actually go reset my uh list i don't know if you do lists but i do lists I do list every day i started with the list and i oh, ended man. we're like twins dude this is weird but this is like that's the way i look at it though it's just so important to have um, a vision of what you're doing right and understanding it and and but like what I hope people aren't, might not get confused with is that we're not trying to talk about like you you must know what you're doing for the future. All you what you need to do is focus on what you're doing now, but focus on the second that you're doing it because if okay you spend your day you only have you know you sleep for six hours eight hours whatever and then you only have the the remainder and if you really focus on those bits of time you're gonna focus on them in a way that it's gonna help you with the future right. And I think that sometimes, and this is so funny, I love that it's going off in this rant, and before I get off on this tangent, like, you should really consider doing, like, public speaking or motivational speaking, because you have a lot of really amazing points, man, like, really solid stuff, dude, this is cool, and you're really, it's like you're really well-versed, and you've, you've obviously read a lot, too, do you, or you try to, at least? I try to, I, sh- I should read more. Yeah, my, we all should. Usually, my routine was, uh, like, I would go in the gym for one hour. Mm-hmm listen to audiobooks for all kinds of stuff from psychology to everything wow but now i do you like use audible is that what you use what's that do you use audible i know i just uh buy in the mp3 format and upload it on my older i what's the ipod like yeah. i'm already lost ipod ipad ipod okay the older thing right yeah because that's the that's my library so i don't take my phone with me i know i only listen to that the books it's like the knowledge time that's so great I go in it, Going in the gym as a as a like a library, right? Yeah. But I, I stopped doing this recently mm-hmm. when I got on because it's my workouts are shorter. Oh no! So I read uh, my readings right now is uh, like 15 minutes when I have lunch. <laughs> my actual lunch eating time is like 15 minutes, mm. and then dinner 15 minutes. So right now it's just 30 minutes a day. It's nothing. Oh I yeah. Very hungry for more. For more. But I. Yeah. But I will fix that. I promise you. <laughs> well, you're like a machine here. This is great. I mean, that's crazy. And it's do you like do you have a? I mean, we can talk about health too because you like you say you go to the gym and stuff, which I think is um, anybody that too. I think that does this kind of stuff that sits on their ass for a living basically is what we do. Um, yeah. It's important to stay physically fit and healthy. It's critical. It's you critical. have to. You yeah. have to maintain the machine. Yeah. A, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine and mentor of Wizard 2, Jonathan Bruby, he said, eat like a champion, sleep like a champion, tomorrow's Olympics. Oh, damn. And, that's like, way to do and, it. I, <laughs> and I just love it so much because it, it runs off the whole, like the whole idea about being fit, not just with your mind, but yeah. with your body. Yeah. Because a strong mind only lives in a strong body. And it's just such a, it's long term wise, it's, it's perfect. It's, you know, that 10 years from here, you still can walk, hopefully. And stretch the <laughs> joints, right? And not just die on the chair doing 3D because you're obsessed because it's a dark side. So you don't want obsession. No. What's well, it? yeah, you you will die young, and and it's not like necessarily about living this life to get every second, like to to be right. 80 or 100 years old. 
it's obviously about having a fulfilled life, you know, like you might spend a ton of time in front of the computer, but it's because you love that. And the same right. for me, you know, like people might get un- misunderstand that. I love, I love working on Oh, computer. I love it. I love it's... it. Like seriously, uh, I if, if I had a choice between, yeah. <laughs> me- between many things, it would probably always end up with me working on working. You know? I see myself in front of the monitor for, I don't know, for, for next four years for sure <laughs> yeah well we and i want to talk about like um taking breaks and stuff too but i think like before we get on that it's like definitely very important obviously to really be um physically fit and and and, and strong and and uh, yeah that's why i do jujitsu like jujitsu for me is like a savior i'm so jealous right now just so you know that, that you're doing this you gotta do it man you gotta do it there's some really good uh dojos or whatever you want to call them up there um yeah. up in that the bay area and stuff there's right. some really incredible talent up there as well and and a lot of it's too is like i think it would just up your game even more i mean your game's already yeah. pretty amazing but you know like a lot of these guys are it's like one of the one of the, the main dudes that does it um he he says like you know for when he started doing jujitsu is like he said he had to commit to doing it 110 percent and like if he was yeah. if he was going to do it 99 percent, it wasn't worth it and he was not going to do it but he's one of the best because of that you know yeah. and i feel like kind of shitty because hearing that from him and i obviously can't do it 100 percent. you know i can only go like one to two times a week which is unfortunate but the what it gives me is is uh it's so humbling you know and i get to know these people that i get to roll with so intimately you know like i never touch people you know but I'm like, I'm sweating and like rubbing my face and right. body all over these strangers kind of, you know, and then yeah. and trying to choke them out and they're trying to choke me out. And it's this really, it sounds weird unless you do it, you know, but it's, oh, it's no, it's not weird at all. It's when I was, awesome. I was doing Muay Thai. Okay, cool. And, and boxing, exact same thing. The more beat up I, I was, the better I felt next day. Just yeah. completely relaxed, focused on work. <laughs> the, that's one of the reasons why, like, that also, like, me and my wife, we into like, snowboarding, riding dirt bikes in the desert. That's awesome. And just all this stuff. And Those both are so much fun. Riding it's, bikes. It's, is it's you know, you hard, work hard, play hard. You go, you re, re, reset your mind to come back and unleash, you know, just to start, start again and re re-energize your work and mind it's i think it's it's still not very balanced from let's say perspective of a eight uh, hour working day right yeah nine to five it's yeah. uh, it's still like you you really appreciate and you get the new perspective on things like sometimes yeah. just feeling um, the issues that you have on a daily basis just which is a normal part of life yeah just stepping away from it everything seems so small and irrelevant it really does you and know? it's just and that's amazing feeling it's through the fresh perspective it's all about getting the perspective that i think is that's why, that's why right. go sorry go ahead no i was just gonna that's why we we, we have to do that yeah well it's, it's, it's thing, whatever yeah well it's also like vital to, to to step away from your desk and take a break and walk around you know like um not just for your body but for your health but it, that's also it's hard too like when you when you really are in the crunch you know and you're pushing hard you know it's like yeah i think a lot of our our tips are totally counteracting one another <laughs> but it's like it, it i think it's never one thing you know but that's a balancing like you staying on this tip right that you it's almost like you're almost leaning on the side and the left side and you're almost leaning on the right side yeah, yeah. and you're like still trying to balance while keeping in line your priorities and i think that's again it gets back to the, the whole idea of the you never had enough time for everything, but for the most important things, right? You always have time. 
If yeah. you have it written on paper that this is the amount of time I spent with my family, this amount of time I spent working, yeah. this is how I, how much time I spent working out, this is what I eat. Like you really write it all down so it's all so clear. You have to, you have to solidify and it. You give it energy. When you write things down, you, it really gets that power, like you really commit it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's all just abstract ideas in your head that don't count. <laughs> they just don't count. Those ideas yeah. and thoughts, they don't count. The only thing that counts is action. When you write a list and you stick with it on a consistent basis, so it becomes a habit. Yeah. And uh, like recently, you know, it's it's, uh, it's actually funny to bring this up. I I usually use timer for uh, smaller tasks. Let's say like I'm working on the back of a robot and I dissect the part of the back, let's say eight sections, for example. Yeah. And I use timer on a on the phone, on a cell phone, right? Just a regular timer. Yeah. So when it rings up, I need to move on a second part even if I'm not com completely happy with this, because otherwise I'll just, the, the perfection is just gonna keep me there and I'll never <laughs> get it done. Yeah. And I will redo it and the most likely the very, it's gonna get, it's gonna look overdone and, and just bad. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I spent too much over, struggling over, with this. Like yeah. it looked too, too much effort. You it looked like too it. personal, yeah. And uh, so I, I use usually timer and because you need to unblock um, um, uh, the cell phone just to, to tap the code, whatever, and then to press the button. Yeah. And that was this little extra step that I always hated. So I just got the scent uh, timer. <laughs> you just got it. Oh, oh. Like the end of the scent timer, the little the glass thing that with the scent in it. Oh, wow. Falls. So I got this 15 minute scent timer and I got it two weeks ago. I've been using it for two weeks and the thing is amazing. Oh, shit. It just got like the time got tangible. It feels like a circle become a sphere, you know, it's oh. amazing. <laughs> like, dude, seriously, like I feel so much more pressure when the thing i just see this particles of sand going down and you cannot stop because this is what happened before <laughs> like this is what would happen i have this timer and let's say i would i dissect okay from uh let's say from 9 p.m to 11 p.m and i need to finish this thing like so i can set the render overnight or whatever right yeah and it, it's getting done and if it sucks that's because i suck and i didn't manage my time well right <laughs> so i'm like i need to get it done yeah. And I would make this timer and someone and while I have this timer on my phone, someone would come in to me, let's say just for chat or just ask something. Yeah. And and I like when I when I see people like people around me, I'm very fortunate to work with an incredible group of people and all 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 the time for like projecting back in the days, even starting in Russia. Very fortunate with people and it, I like talking, right? And I would put my timer on pause because like, ah, oh, shit, I'm in the middle of this thing, right? Yeah. And then I see that I actually talk for 10 minutes. Yeah. And like budget wise, I'm over budget on this thing, which of course means I'm just going to stay late. And next day I'm going to feel like six years old again because I went to bed <laughs> at four and wake up at seven, right? Yeah. And I'm like, damn it, it doesn't work. So right now with this thing, I cannot stop it. Like you can't stop <laughs> Sam going through this thing. And it's amazing. Even if somebody comes in, I just don't stop modeling. I talk to him I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. This thing is going down. And it's just <laughs> the message. It's, it's like, it's funny. It's like, it's just, it's almost ridiculous, right? It's like, yeah. oh, I did. but at the same time, it's just such a clear message. And dude, uh, I was just geeking out about saying, just sharing with my friends. Well, like, that's amazing. I mean, that's probably <laughs> like people are listening are probably like, you guys are nerds, you know, this is, oh, weird. Yeah. This is weird, but you know what? Like, you're just intensifying yourself. You're like, you're sharpening your blade. Oh, dude, I don't care. Whatever works. Seriously, you're sharpening your blade every day. Have and you seen... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I haven't seen what? Have you seen the documentary uh, Jiro Dreams of Sushi? 
No, but I have at least three people who recommended me that, and it's yeah. something to see that I want to see that. You and him are related, like in really? a way. You know, you think you'll find a lot of really. I think you'd feel um, very familiar in that that documentary. It's it's a beautiful documentary, but it's yeah. It's, 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 they already told you what it's about, right? It, yeah, it's this amazing, uh, chi not chief, but the, he guys make sushi in Tokyo, right? Yeah, he's like and the world's best sushi. Place. Yeah, he's just like yeah. underneath this little shopping mall. In, People yeah. like right put him a schedule and appointment almost for like two months ahead. Is it? Yeah, know? yeah, and it, it averages at like see that three fifty just for a seat, I think. That's what I like about Japanese. They just go. Yes. Through, they really explore how deep is the rabbit hole. How they, they go? Just, they go way deep into that is. rabbit hole, man. <laughs> they, they they but from the from the digging the process yeah. of going further into it they uh just just my my understanding of it because uh, japanese culture is some of my favorite culture in the world it's it's one culture that i love the most i think but from that it's like they understand more about themselves the yeah. further you go in the more you realize you know like the, the the deeper you go the more you're it's like when i did that year of prologue up in la a, yeah. a good friend of mine told me perfectly he's like look you just set contrast for the rest of your life yeah, now you seriously. have now you have something to relate it to and it's true seriously. you know so this like, anchor point and whatever things are too easy for you you're you're just gonna shift it to make it harder and more challenging it's and just I, like it's gonna be a part of your nature you're just gonna do that it's unfortunate too because like yeah i don't take breaks and i only keep turning it up just like you it's like that's cool to hear that i'm actually gonna get that same timer thing i'm gonna start doing this process that you're doing because i want to be at that next level when i was out in Kauai, i told my friend and i had a lot of like plans when i came back and i've actually executed everything so far like right. things things that are out of nice. my control you know like att attracting the right energy and, 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 and interest from other people and doing just those things and make those things happen it's manifestation you know like manifesting things you know and uh, i think the whole valuing your time because i wander a bit too much but now yeah. now i think uh man this is this is like you're gonna make me like a hulk dude i'm like nice. <laughs> <Art> Hulk. <laughs> we'll see perfect. maybe maybe in like a year i'll have i'll be somewhat okay if i can continue and push hard for it you know it's just it's it's a choice right like and i, I want to talk to you about your sabbaticals and stuff and how you do them i, I don't know I, I bring them up a lot but there's that stefan sagmeister have you mm -hmm. he uh like he does the five-year plan where he takes a year off well this is i think this is where i heard it from i'm not sure if this is the guy but uh about uh was it three or two years ago a guy uh at blizzard he sent me uh, andrew he's a really really cool guy he sent me a link to a ted talk uh about this uh, about this guy who that's him that's him, right? Yeah, in, yeah. in New York, and he takes like it's, I thought it was every seven years he takes a year off, so he basically uh, extends the the time when he's gonna become retired, like a ten years older. So he he uses that retirement time in advance. Is that the, the guy? That's him. Yeah, that's right, the dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought and it was the, five years, but maybe it is seven. seven maybe it was seven, five. Maybe I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Five years, yeah. even five years, seems like a long time, doesn't it? You know. Like, but you know, like reinventing yourself, like refiguring yeah, out things. But now. one year, it's perfect. Ooh, that's a long time. And to... check this out. And so he sent me that link, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, and I was already doing that. Mm. The thing is that I've done, so sabbatical I did last year. It's my third sabbatical. Yeah. And my first sabbatical was in, uh, was in, in Moscow in, in a game developing company. And I was just a, uh, I was a modeler. Mm -hmm. 
and they had really some really cool ideas for uh, some of the costume design, and I couldn't draw for shit. <laughs> like I could some do some scribbles on the paper for me as a guideline for modeling. Yeah. But like make an actual a line drawing in the Photoshop for me was just like it was insane. Really. And it was it was 2006 I think. Okay. 12 yeah. years, 13 years ago. No, 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 not, not three, seven years seven, ago. Seven, yeah. <laughs> wow, you're lost. <laughs> Dude, basic does it, math. It, does it feel right? Dude, it does feel like it was 50 years ago. Dude. Anyway, yeah. so it was there, and I was so eager to do something about the design. I was just like, ah, I need to design something. And I took uh, two or three months off. I think it was th two months wow. or three months. I think, I think, so, what it, so I basically went to my uh, upper management. I said... I'm leaving for just for three months, but I'm coming back. And they were like laughing at me like, yeah, right. I'm like, yeah, just, yeah, we'll see it. And I was, uh, during those three months, I was just drawing nonstop, like 16 hours a day, like a maniac. And I was split that half of my day was just actually trying to draw concepts. Okay. And the other half was like pure education, like drawing from Loomis, the whole Bridgman book, like copying that stuff perspective, everything, all DVDs, everything I could just absorb. Wow, okay. And it was for a, a month, in a month I made more progress for than the last five years. Oh yeah, of course, because it's intense, and right? It's, it's like a laser. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's all about the laser time. Yeah. Laser sharks. <laughs> laser cheetahs on the sharks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, new concepts, yeah. <laughs> Gotta make that. Anyways, <laughs> so I came back and I, with this uh, notepad, it was some sketches. It actually was a lot of just like little sketches and I asked like, hey guys, let's make uh, costumes like that. And I was like, all right, you're in, you want to be a lead uh, character artist? I'm like, sure, I'm in. And I was like, wow, okay, sabbatical work. And then the second time, it was 2008. That's awesome. That's 2008. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. 2008, I was there uh, working, Moscow. right? Yeah, in Moscow. And Moscow was awesome. It was great. Yeah, it was sick. So anyways, I was there. And I saw the Building Better Marine cinematic for StarCraft 2. And this just just cracked my head open, dude. I was so mind blown. Like just because I, I was still in very much into game style and, and how things are exaggerated. Yeah. And that was really that the perfect balance of being realistic, but at the same time, really just epic, thick everything. And so like so well done. And uh, uh, and like all like Joe Peterson, Fausto Di Martini, uh, John, uh, Jonathan Berube, Nick Carpenter, like these guys when they were working on all the, all the design. It was, of course, it was more people, like amazing modeling team. I'm not going to tell everybody, but anyways, like all the core team, the, the Blizzard guys did that, right? And I saw the cinematic and I was just like, all right, I'm wasting my time. I, I need to be there with those guys to learn with them and learn from them and just somehow be part of the team. Yeah. And uh, I just took uh, another nine months off. <laughs> Damn. Nine like eight, like I think I started into saving some money. Yeah, yeah, you have to. <laughs> and uh, and my uh, girlfriend at the time, who was who later be became my wife, she kind of she adopted me basically. <laughs> <laughs> While I was just sitting and just just doing art on my laptop, like it was, it was so intense. So I I was just doing. You met her through work out in Moscow. Yeah. Awesome. She yeah. was like what? Was um, she part of the? Um... Like the the company that you worked at, right. or she was our director. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn. Look right. So, any, so, anyways, uh, and I started working on, uh, and that was after I already left right the company. Okay. And I was working on the new portfolio, 
and uh, I just was spending all my hours, everything on that. Until it was, I think, dominance for this uh, competition for like game artists. And Fausto Di Martini, our director at Blizzard, he was uh, he responded to that model and uh, really well. And I just sent an, an email to him, like thanking him a lot and telling how how much their stuff, Blizzard stuff, really pushed me to do that. And I hope one day I'll, I'll, I'll be able to join them. And I started just sending stuff to them. Yeah, it's smart. Just it's smart not, that you did that. You know, that's nonstop. And I the, the, I didn't really know what I was doing. Like I, I didn't want to be uh, like annoying at the same time. Yeah, but you're promoting yourself, but not just wanting to be part of their team. Like I have to be there. Like yeah. I wanted to be there. I needed to like I need to learn. I wanted to grow. Smart that you did that. Yeah. And I was just so obsessed, and I just kept sending this stuff until they're like, <laughs> "All right, dude, what's going on? Like you, like just too much stuff. Like just send it, you know." Yeah. And, uh, and they replied. Eventually, I got an on phone phone interview. Okay. And how did uh, you feel that day? I couldn't believe it. Yeah, how's your it's, knees? <laughs> I, oh, dude, it was, and I was, I was on another planet. It felt completely surreal. Doesn't it? Yeah, that's cool. It felt, felt, it felt completely surreal. And the, the thing is, like, I had interview with Nick Carpenter, director, on, on the phone, and my English was so bad, like so bad, I couldn't understand half of his words. Oh. <laughs> but and it was just like just sweating and listening and inspiring and just. And when he asked, "Have any questions?" And it's just like, do you guys surf there? Is there like a, a, a surfing spot? That's what I asked. <laughs> like, why the hell did you ask that? Like, this is the, the, the last thing you would ask in an that's, interview. That's great. The, the thing though is, I didn't know that Nick, he was, he's an amazing surfer. Oh, really? Okay. Like, he like does barrels and just shit like, he's, he's like, I think he's Huntington Beach, grew up in Huntington Beach in Newport. Oh, I'm not okay. sure. Yeah, yeah. That's he's surf, like grew up doing that bill. stuff. Yeah, yeah. He like trials around the world, like doing, uh, let's, he's like amazing. And I'm just asking the thing. He's like, yeah, yeah, what do you serve here? I'm like, <laughs> it was like such a spot. I'm almost like, hey, check this guy. He also wants to learn how to surf. Yeah. Like, it was like such a, like a weird, at least this is an impression that I had yeah. a year after that, you know, it's like, it was such a weird, imp like the impression that this kid, and I was, was I, I was 22 or 21, I don't remember, wow. but 22 probably. Okay, so, and I was just like really doing everything just intuitively, just like, ah, oh, here's my work, I really want to do. And uh, <laughs> I was so much into Blizzard games, playing StarCraft, original StarCraft. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, like I was really into that stuff. And then eventually they invited me for interview, and we just completely surreal. And that's how I got at Blizzard. And you after flew, four years, you flew out from Moscow out to yeah. the states. Okay. And then your girlfriend, yeah. uh, or your girlfriend at the time, your wife, uh, eventually followed you out to Blizzard. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, she still had the uh, business going on in Moscow and lo lots of stuff too. So that must have been a big decision, a really hard it's, decision, it's, right? It's, it is a big deal, and I couldn't just be more thankful. Because for me, it, was, it's, it wasn't, it's still such a support, like, just for on every level, and I wouldn't be able to achieve any of this stuff. Yeah, she, must, you get, yeah, she must really love you, that's great. It's, um, a, it's very, vital. Fortunate. Like it's fortunate. It's, and it's just, uh, I think it all boils down to what people you associate with. It has to be like this. Oh, yeah. Like your friends. Have to have to have the same values for like what do you guys want from life? What is the sacrifice and self and like supporting each other? Yeah, starts with the most the closest uh, uh, people that next to you. Like my parents were always supportive. My friends and, and back in Moldova and Russia and my my brothers, like and it's just the more I, I like live and see how rare it is to have such a full support. Oh the yeah. More, 
appreciate like wow very very fortunate Just yeah fortunate. yeah it, i mean it's it's important to have that structure you know because there's going to be really hard times you know and you gotta... oh, yeah. and that's where exactly it's the most like to help you to balance out and just tell you know what you should do that because this is who you really are i'm like shit that's right that's who i am like i want yeah. to do this and they really push you in the direction you always wanted to go even if you're if it's hard for you to do that so yeah, yeah couldn't be more thankful very, very very fortunate that's awesome man sorry i didn't mean to interrupt i just no, no, it's all, it's all there's, good. A lot, there's a lot of amazing details i didn't want to miss so yeah. oh, thanks <laughs> anyway so like and being a blizzard right yeah. Somehow, like, because the thing was about the whole thing about movies, I always wanted to be in movies. Yeah. But at the same time, it just felt so, like, too far. Like, too I couldn't. Far away. Like, I couldn't understand, like, seeing the stuff that Alan was doing for me was always like, it, that looks like it just happened there. It looks too far to real. And I would always, like, is there a way? Can you even do that? Right? It was just like the, the understanding of it was just so beyond. Like, it, it was beyond of my understanding, like, that stuff. And I, I stopped, I think, I stopped playing games as much. Yeah. And since we were doing, literally, we were doing films there, right? Like yeah, the cinematics, right? It started to get more and more appreciation just for, like, the actual live, the full feature film. Oh, yeah, of course. And so, like, damn, I really want to be part of that and just see and design something for a film. Mm -hmm. And uh, after, I think, four years, no, it was, like, three and a half years. You're at Blizzard, or Blizzard, sorry. At the Blizzard, yeah, we had this... Uh, like in between projects, we had this uh, time. Okay. It was it was uh, not as busy as usual because I was always doing overtime there. Even they would wouldn't ask me to do that. <laughs> just like ah, it's just so much fun. I can't. Or like oh, we need to like to can you do two different shoulder pads? Oh, like here we go. Here's seven That's shoulder. That's awesome. Pads. <laughs> just, just like there was like such a it was like bench pressing for your mind every day. <laughs> like with all the amazing artists there. It's just like such an incredible. Uh, a group of people they're like so much talent oh yeah and i've heard great things about that place yeah. oh yeah it's it, culture and just it's it's amazing it's incredible how much talent it is so i was there and learning all that stuff and that, that i felt it was this good opportunity to me to take a break just to really take myself out of production because mm -hmm. the last year i really i started doing more on pre-production work and the problem for me was that the pre-pro was very short. Like I would design for two months and then for eight months I was doing like tech, like the, the, the tech cleanup and like the production stuff, right? Yeah. Which is great, but I didn't see myself developing in that direction. Yeah, you're visual, you're visionary. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, I really want to just like get ideas out as, as much as I can, just ideas, even if it's fast and rough. Yeah. So I took that as an opportunity to take the time off. And I planned for that six months ahead of time. Yeah, you saved up money and stuff. Yeah, and me and my wife, we just went to Hawaii for six months. Wow. And uh, I like I spent first months just like reading books, you know, on like time management, stuff like this. And wow. then like a few weeks, just like, oh, let me learn about scripting. So I can make my own hotkey for when you press a button, uh, a joint pops up or like a tube, a cable. And then you snap it to, and it's done. You know stuff like this. Oh. And then build the library. <laughs> yeah. And so and eventually, like you know what? Now I need to test. I need to do something. And yeah. uh, and I, so <laughs> it was a lot of like, different ideas, right? And I was also like, we were we were working on the book, and the art the art book, and also writing the stories. There's so many things that I always wanted to try to do, and never really had time for that. Yeah, of course. We were just doing it there. It was it's one of the the, the most uh, prolific and 
like the, the like just a step up in uh, in design and everything like yeah. storytelling and just understanding things you like yeah foundation a little bit about photography and uh, so eventually we get to this idea like hey what if uh, and uh you know, she really likes uh, photography yeah she shoots all the photos the hdr she makes yeah. HDR maps and yeah. this is awesome and we get to collaborate that's so cool man like this is just, I, and i'm very lucky that i don't have to do that <laughs> and at the cool. same time uh, it's uh, good for both of us because we can just combine things without really stepping in each other area and like Oh, you don't man. even need to really Perfect. like not compete in a way but it's like you do whatever you want i'm just gonna put my robot in it like i don't care what it is right yeah, we'll yeah. Make a story. at least this is how it started of course we later on was just like oh what is the story what is this guy coming from oh it's this black phoenix corporation the build is next and there's things happen and there is a whole story about it right yeah uh, but anyways and uh <laughs> eventually like I, I felt like okay i got uh i built a kid bash library like I spent, okay, I'm going to spend three days just doing pistons, just pistons. I never had time for this. So today I'm spending a half of the day just collecting a gigabytes of references on that. Yeah. Like I want to build a mental library. So then I make my own pistons and I'm like, okay, today I'm just building low poly pistons for my library. And eventually I got this library, right? And then I'm like, okay, now I need to assign this to a hotkeys so oh. I can actually place it. <laughs> oh, man. And I'm like, how about next week? I'll just do look dev and my key shot materials. That's what sabbaticals is all about. You make your own plans. This is your own investment. This is your own business. And you invest in the future because when you come back from this, yeah, like you value more. Like your value as a, as a professional is actually more than you were before because there is this, um, and I had these arguments with uh, some other professionals about like, oh, dude, when you're going to go there, you actually come back, you're going to be so behind. Oh, no way. I said, it could be that I could be behind on all the new technologies, but at the same time, I'm going to bootstrap, like I'm going to reinforce my foundation. Yeah. And there is no such thing as too strong foundation. There is nope. no such thing. No such thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. And you're going to, you're going to come back. Like they might be focusing on the new technology, but you're like the technology that we have nowadays is, is so fucking powerful. You it's know? insane. And, and, like, and what ZBrush can do, it's it's amazing. Oh, man, like, like I look at those videos and it blows my mind. It's like the tools that inspire ideas. Oh it's yeah, very, how could they not? Yeah, because you just see the potential in them, right? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah. no, 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 it's it's perfect. Uh, Give me a little so break. good, dude. This Can I have uh, is... people see? What's that? Yeah, I just have some tea, so it's good if you interrupt. Oh, okay, me. yeah. No, it just it, it's 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 like. I couldn't agree with you more when somebody says like you know when you come back from that you're going to be rusty blah 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 yeah if you sit sit around on the beach and, and and relax and enjoy yourself you might be happier but yeah but you you know the way that you, you maybe that's it. what you want as uh, like I, I know this artist who was working like for seven years with no vacation oh. like he has to take a six month of just laying down his ass on the beach i think oh, i would yeah like i would give him a medicine to do that <laughs> yeah, you need I think to it all that. depends yeah. on what do you want to do and what is the current circumstances. I feel pretty fresh and and I wanted that for me it was such a, a critical period of time because I wanted to make the transition into films and and eventually like all right you know what I need to do something I need to show that my 3D is efficient enough to be used as a concept art and it wasn't a new concept because a lot of the people already using 3D for block arts that they paint on top. Yeah. What I was trying to do is just to see, can I actually finish design in one day? 
Yeah. Like, doesn't have to be perfect. You bastard. Doesn't have to be. Can I just finish it? And like, okay. And I try to to do actually model everything from scratch. And I cut myself an idea that I would remodel the same joint, or like I like surfacing details for let's say like a tank, like this Russian tanks that are just so heavy. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like just like you can see this thing is just made for impact. Yeah. It's completely ugly in a way, but that's what makes it so uh, cool in a way, because that's its own aesthetic. It's just like it's pure function. Yeah. And there's some ideas, that, not a, like some detailing that I love the ratios, bevels, aesthetics. And I would just, all the time, I would look at the references and just copy that stuff. So I said to myself, well, why don't you just make a library of those pieces that you like, since you're reusing them? Because you don't need to, to do the model in the sense of a production model, what you want to do is become a designer and be good at designing stuff. And this is all ideas. Yeah. And you want to become your own sort of director when you direct things, but you don't need to like the micromanage stuff. And it's just, okay, well, I'm going to just reuse the joint that I have, but I'll make the specific for this project, the Black Phoenix project, as because the one, the same company could use the same uh, parts. They just can reuse them. And we did the same with the decals. And I had like just three different decals. Each of them is like 4K. Yeah. Uh, on like uh, transparent like layers, mm -hmm. because I never had enough time to do decals. I realized like, every time I do design from scratch, I have this before it delivers it's five minutes, and I throw this little shitty decal that <laughs> just like everybody does. It's a number yeah. or letter or a barcode. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, okay, what does my corporation do? Like, oh well, they build these robots, and there is artificial intelligence. What if this artificial intelligence has its own protocols? And it's all on how it's registered and how it's maintained. And there is this checkpoint when they check it. And I made this all the decals. If I make a movie about this thing, all my decals are ready. I can print it all out, spray them, it's all high res, it's all ready. And it's done. And it's the same thing when I, when I mentioned about like having struggled with learning zebras, just take a week off and just nail the thing. Lock yourself in the room uh, and just, just be, be done with this, right? And the same was like now I'm using these decals on a daily basis. And, so this is really an investment. So eventually I got to this, oh, let me try to do that 10 days of Mac thing and to test it. And I was so worried about it that I was going to just fail because it's, it's impossible like for me to do that. Yeah, it, I mean... I, I really, I basically overprepared myself. Like I would write a, a, a two pages plan for the next day. Wow. With a, such a detailed breakdown for how this thing's going to look that I... Everything was done on the first try. I didn't have time to redo anything. It was just like a single try. Like th that's why there is so many things there that I actually maybe not really like. In terms of like, there is some part that is just like they're just like bleh, just fast, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, that's maybe what looks uh, uh, make it look. Uh, not energetic, but it just looks like a sketch at the same time. Yeah. While being the photorealistic render, to a certain extent, it still could use better texture and everything. But at the same time, there was just this, it's still quick. And uh, and so I, I wrote this down, uh, the whole plan. My first day was, first session was 18 hours straight. Oh, wow. It was, it was one break, it was one hour gym break, and I go to the gym. And all the meal uh, breaks were like 15 minutes each. Dude, I was completely stressed out. But I went to the I went to bed, 
the happiest person I ever been in my whole life. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Like I was because you deep, achieved it, yeah. I I felt like seriously it was okay, dude. It's all worth it. All the pain and everything. I felt like really all the knowledge that everything I invested in the front end really paid off. Yeah, yeah. But, wow, it was even I didn't care. It was 18 hours. I tried to fit it in 10 or 12. I'm like, doesn't matter. It was one sitting. It's done. Move on. So the next day, of oh course, I had the argument with the morning guy and the night oh, guy. Yeah, the morning guy is like that fucking asshole. He's <laughs> not a decent person. He's a jerk. Yeah, he's, he just, he's got no jerk. respect for me. Yeah, so you can kind of see that, like, you see one complex model, and next one is just like simpler and more kid bash. And then it's like, oh, he got some sleep that night. It's a little more complex. Old. So there is this weird way you can see. But anyways, I just wanted only to see... you, dude. <laughs> I look at all of them like, this asshole. <laughs> Especially because you did it. Like, I mean, I mean, anybody that's listening to this and doesn't know who he is and hasn't seen his side or whatever, like, and don't understand how complex and hard it is to do this, like, it's literally, like, I mean, I don't know if this is true, but I don't think this has ever been done. Like, I don't think anybody's ever achieved this. Like, oh, this thanks, level. Thanks. I mean, seriously, who has? Come on. Has anybody done it? I I mean, I at think, this level. I think there, I saw a lot of the artwork. There's so much well, art. To this level, though. It's amazing. Well, I you, think the people still did the level. Maybe it, was, uh, it wasn't like a just 10 in a row. That's the only difference. Well, I think okay, it's, it's yeah. the only, I still think there's so much stuff there is just better. And I don't know. I, I hate my stuff. It, yeah, well, that's right. good. You should always hate your stuff. I mean, like, you should, like, at least acknowledge that it's it's somewhat... You know, like I want to. So I did it last October, right? Mm-hmm. And or or September. I think oh, it was September actually. And I didn't want to show it to anybody. <laughs> so I I did it in September, and I didn't want to show it until, like I, I already got. Uh, I started on Transformers Four because I showed that there was a part of my like showing that what I can design stuff and yeah, you guys uh, I can use 2D because I didn't have that much 2D in my portfolio. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I'm, I have some stuff, and I did a lot of stuff with Blizzard, like that, but still, it's like it's not nearly as uh, as like how it should be for a person who actually uses 2D on a daily basis. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, in it, so I showed it, and I didn't want to show it, and decided, well, the more I prolong it, the 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 the, the more the more shitty that war is gonna look like. The more absolute. Yeah. You have to just take it out there. You and have just, to do it. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Because that was the very first chapter of the crazy book. Crazy guy. <laughs> it was like crazy. the very first chapter of the book, and the, the plan was to make actually 140 pages, right? Yeah, okay. Just like with this stuff that just gets better, more complex, and, and stuff like that. And different ideas that actually contribute to a story, and not just, uh, just hey, here's random max. No, like, it has to be a story to it. And the, it's still on my to-do list, one of the highest priority. But the, what happened that... My plan was like, oh, I'm going to make a book so I can show that I can actually do that. But uh, the opportunity came before that. That's okay. why I had to put it on hold. Okay. So that, that's how I got on uh, Transformers 4. Awesome. Yeah. Did you work with like Ben Proctor and, and those guys? I did. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. I, yeah, I still I love worked Ben. With... Ben's great. Ben is amazing. He's he is. awesome. He's a, he's a really inspirational guy. He he actually started my career with Ender's Game and all that stuff. Oh really? Too. So yeah, he's oh, it's awesome. He's awesome. I'm gonna get him on the podcast. Oh, he, he basically started my my career too in the film because he he recommended me. That's to awesome. Both the first he recommended me, and I couldn't be 
more thankful. Well, that's cool. Hopefully, I mean, I would send him links, and I'm sure he's probably seen your stuff plenty of times, but I would always send your stuff to him. Like, dude, this guy, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome, dude. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's just, you know fucking a man it's like proof is in the pudding I, I also know that you i don't know if you can say it but you've you've worked on um uh, a couple other films um like robocop right didn't yeah. you get a piece of that i mean this that that one was uh, the first uh, basically uh, idea for changing my workflow into like completely just concept art realm yeah and not really caring about whether my mesh is dirty or not it was yeah. like completely, for me it was such a it was a break like I had to break my brain, you know, to think differently because the stuff that I was always valuing, like, oh, here's a, and for people who don't do a three modeling, like when you want to really do uh, models, you do everything with quads, which is a four-sided uh, piece of geometry, right? It's a polygon. Yeah. Uh, just in case if, if it gets to people who don't do the three, right? So anyways, I was doing everything like this, like was, that was my like God, you know, like has to be perfectly clean. I was doing it for so many years yeah. to the point where eventually when I got, Good with that it's a time suck though like i i just trashed it because for my long the long-term perspective uh for my long-term goal which is was to be a concept artist, as a designer it didn't contribute much but funny enough i right now i am using that because what i'm doing the all that uh, the, the blocky the utilitarian design that i do that approach it doesn't work for organic max for like more organic and flowy yeah so funny enough that with, with being like somewhat uh, uh, not upset with the fact that I spent so much time learning how to do clean but with the fact that actually now I use all that the production the production tricks were purely for VFX production yeah that is just like asset oriented now I use it in my concept art because when I do that actually I can just pass the geometry to a modeling team oh man like finish it up so that makes the artwork the design more value yeah. And before I, I was just thinking, well, it's going to be just a good medium for me because I can make the quality of images look much better. But now I see the, the value of it is much bigger because I see how the stuff gets just translated into previous right away. Instantly, then, yeah. Then it take gets the geo to right modeling. Into it. And the thing with modeling is they have bandwidth to just take it to the next level. Yep. And the things where I failed that they, they can actually make it work while having the idea and it's all like in it's in the 3d uh you can see it from different angles yep so it's it's still there is so much room for improvement because uh. there's a lot of room they can just make it work much better and the thing is when you, the artist when when i was modeler i was struggling with, with the same you get a 2d artwork and in translation there is so much that gets uh lost and also in translation from 2d into 3d uh, there is sometimes you spin so many like you spin wheels because our, the director likes something in artwork that is to be as a good brush stroke yeah. and it just doesn't work in 3D and 2D oh, yeah. you have to make it different and for a modeler to explain this to a uh, higher up like a supervisor to like dude this doesn't work yeah it just it takes time like I was I was doing I was struggling with the same thing at Blizzard too like when we would make a couple of versions I feel like all right I see yeah you're right it doesn't work let's let's do something in between and with 3d even if it's a fast concept like it, it solves a lot of the problems yeah and when it gets to modeling department they can really just make it so much better and yeah. really nailing so i think for me it was uh that's the next level that's what i'm talking about see like i said started traditional mediums yeah. then pencils and then you know now it's photoshop and now it's like zbrush and 3d you know yeah 
it's like that's what I'm saying. Like you are the next level. Like people like you yourself. No, like, I'm not. Well, you know, you're, you're being humble, so whatever. But I think so. And the the what I'm saying is that like you're you're breaking it down to a science, and you're understanding it. It's a pipeline, right? And you're used as a tool. So am I. When I get on a job, I'm a tool for the job, the project, right? To help out the project. Why wouldn't you want to be a faster, more efficient, more quick, more dynamic and just tool? just on a bigger picture, why wouldn't you want to make a contribution? Yeah. That for whoever uh, I bet you piss a lot of people project, off. <laughs> whoever, whoever established the project sees as a, a value of uh, saving. Yeah. And not time, but just like making a vision more clear. Yep. And just uh, it's all about the contribution. What is the contribution, right? Well, yeah. On a movie, it's a team effort, you know. Like right. It, it, exactly. Make, That's you know? why when when you make something that is up upfront, it's let's say it's a solid foundation. That means the next team will make it even better. Hopefully. And then the next team will make it even better. And Hopefully. then by the time it gets to finishing, <laughs> the show's gonna be just epic, right? Hopefully. <laughs> why <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you know you go and you work you put your you work so hard and you put all your effort into something and then you go and see it in the theater and you just like ugh, you know but that's that's a normal uh, part again it's uh, industry yeah. it's, well, it's yeah. hard it's very hard to make a movie in the first place right oh it's, it's just so, so many crazy so yeah so, so many I, moving parts and so many i'm getting things. excited just by the fact that the movie gets done if it's done I'm like, oh wow, yeah it's made it yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I'm doing now. That's like my next big thing is that that's one of my big goals right now. And and uh, I've been teaming up with Anthony and Anthony's just amazing. And it's been yeah. really great. And there, things are going to become what they are. And but, um, you know, it's all going to sure you guys will, 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 will do great. I saw the last thing that Anthony did, uh, directed. Oh, he's so talented, man. I'm just I'm super, I really super proud of like him. It. Yeah. Really like it. Well, I'm stoked that you dug that, man. That's awesome. And like, it seriously. Just, felt so right i felt like i wish i was doing something like this too oh dude well you know it's you know whenever you want to be a part of it you know anytime sure I well mean. i mean you're a busy guy and you got your you got your book are you going to be doing this thing through like um like kickstarter to, to get a publisher or have you have you talked to like design I, Press I don't or... know i don't really know uh, what about about that because honestly always just need to just to take some time off again yeah and the reason why I'm not doing this is because the projects that I'm working on right now are opportunities that are just so like fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's big stuff that I really want to do, and I, I can't just pass on them. The next next week I'm going to a set to a, a actual like on the what's what's the name of the, the film set? Yeah, film set. Yeah. Yeah, and is, I is it your never, first time? First time, and oh, I'm like, yeah, it's cool, kid man. on Christmas. I'm so excited. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. really cool, man. Yeah. I'll be there for like a couple of weeks. Just, it's I'm so excited. That's amazing, dude. Look at you. Like, I'm I'm happy for you. Like, if people are listening to this too, like we've never talked before. Like, we've sent text messages back and forth. A couple oh, we talked in email. Text yeah. messages were were plenty. Yeah, you were showing me pictures. Yeah, but we never that's, talked. That's like, a lot. <laughs> yeah, but we never talked. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, like on a telephone you know so and it's so cool like just to get you to know you a little bit from this and then like it's it's so well earned and, and so deserved and it's really like dude you know enjoy it like it, it, being on a movie set's fun dude it's Thanks, cool man. you know it and, and, you. Yeah. yeah i'm stoked the for same. you you're the same just working working your butt off and doing what you really like you have to did you yeah. guys i think you guys said something that what was it killing ourselves uh 
doing yeah, what well, you guys said in the first episode it was like kill, kill ourselves for doing kill for, ourselves for fun yeah. for fun yeah. yeah i like that <laughs> killing ourselves for fun you guys should make a t-shirt like that it's you should like it's a podcast uh, the, with the logo you guys have and, the, and underneath it is like killing ourselves for fun yeah ser- i mean that's really what it is right you know like you know there i mean there's so many different facets to it but it's really um it's about that right if it's about putting your your heart and soul into the things that you create you know and like we talked about like art is so honest and true and if you if you're if you're tricking yourself or you're if you're fooling yourself or you didn't build the right foundation like you can right. see it instantly like and i see it in my own art i see it in other artists stuff all the time you know and uh, the the sharper the tool that you you set out for yourself that means you take more risk you take more you take more sacrifice you t- you work your your ass off to make these yeah. things happen and like as you, obviously for yourself and anybody listening um you can tell and i think you can understand through your formula is it's 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 worth the risk to invest in yourself you know like like i relate yourself to also to like a doctor right a doctor spends upwards to like 200 to 300 thousand dollars on education right. right yeah and i really can like the whole idea with the doctor my uh so my mom and dad my father used to be a surgeon for like 20 years then he oh. switched to a radiologist and my wife she's uh uh, not generalist, but internist. I think okay. in English is internist. Yeah. And they've been doing this for their whole life. And wow. uh, the thing is that in uh, Moldova and, uh, and so the country from, it sucks. Like, for, <laughs> it really does for wow. just how how little they get paid. Yeah. And I grew up seeing uh, how people like the grown ups doing stuff they like and they feel like this is their duty, their yeah. mission here on Earth without really not having as much in return and being just happy and like with positive and uh, like we I have two brothers you know so it's three brothers like and uh, I still I'm still amazed how my mom she she pulled it off it's just insane with like the job they always work a lot too wow. and it's just like wow and inspiration I, yeah and I see when I talk to them right and on every every Friday we have a Skype session it's one hour and a half we talk that's awesome and for me it's always inspiring because they still do that like they have to be retired but they just do that they uh, because that's their mission they like that and for me it was always inspiration on the kind of the scientific side of that yeah because it's not really uh there isn't it's it almost sounds like there is not actually much emotion into it it's almost like this cold intellectual decision but at the same time it's so just pure and clean and easy to understand i was like oh i just do what i like because the only way you can be happy is to do what you really like and get good at it yes. and discipline yourself because the only way to get good at it is to discipline yourself discipline, yeah. and like it's just such a loop that is so clear super clear and and when i see i saw art uh, that i first so my whole thing about like doing something like this started with the video games doing uh levels yep level editing for my brother i would make a level and he would play that Oh and, really? And it, yeah, it was, and I it literally from the oldest console, like the little games, the side view slasher type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> with like a primitive uh, editor, map editors. Yeah. I like doing stuff and then see him playing it and like and getting all emotion about it. He would like get angry because it's hard. <laughs> or like, oh, that was easy. That was piece of cake. And for me, it was like studying a human nature through a reaction of my brother playing the level, and he was six years older than me 
Okay. And I always gravitated for just people who have more life experience because they have more stories to share. They just have more stuff to share. Yes, of course. And he didn't hang out with me, of course. He was like a full-on like teenagers, you know, yeah, get away from news me. time. And I was this little kid. I'm like, hey, I made this level for you. I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, check this out. And he played it. And it was for me like my time I could spend with my brother. Oh, man. So and it cute. was just started like this. And what's interesting that and when after PC, like the first time I, I saw PC, compu PC computer. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, the Antwerp, there's this band. Yeah, yeah. They have this music video like PC computer. Yeah. Yeah. I always like that line. Always. I never say PC. I always say PC computer. Yeah. Days. <laughs> Anyways, so he, he every time the first time I saw the PC computer, I I think it was um, Quake One, okay. and then it was Half Life, and Warcraft. So I made my campaign for Warcraft, like little campaign, and yeah. then I made the level in Work Work uh, Half Life, and that really what changed my life seriously because it was 3D. Yeah, of course. Like you build a box and then just side view, perspective and everything. What age was this? I was... Uh, 10 or 12? No, 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 no. I was I was like 14 of, already. I okay, think. gotcha. Yeah, I was like 14 and maybe 15 already. Okay. And uh, because we had this subject at school, which was uh, called like technical drawing. And I don't know, it's uh, the thing that every just general Russian school they always had or like Soviet Union school they still had this problem where at seven or sixth grade seventh grade so maybe I was 13 okay it doesn't matter anyway so we had this uh, subject where you draw parts like mechanical parts mm -hmm. in school like a public general school you just draw uh, parts side view front view yeah and you make to have isometric view it's, it's basically orthographic orthographics yeah yeah so it wasn't perspective so it was this very simple and i really liked it somehow just i felt like oh it's the, the volumetric the 3d and the same in the same year when they introduced the subject at school i started doing levels for half-life and that was like life changer because this is when really like okay i like this a lot yeah like just really really digging it i'm like i feel i'm just feeling very excited about dealing with boxes and cubes and, and perspective view. like that <laughs> shit turns me on like this is what happened right <laughs> and uh i'm like wow that's so much fun and then i made this map this level eventually that couldn't compile like it's, it's this compilation process to make it playable yeah and it couldn't compile in the machine and it would give this error message that you have too many uh, points for vertices and a friend of my brother who was at this at the time he was a student in the technical university in the bigger city in the capital of our little country right he saw that and he's like oh you should use 3d map 3d studio max it can compile everything that's what he said oh it uh -oh. can compile everything he oh, just bow, said so that in my head there was just firework that there is oh. this magic tool that can compile everything <laughs> And dude, when I first tried to do Studio Max for the first, I think, six months, I didn't even know there was such a button as a render. <laughs> like, I just didn't know. It was only English. I didn't understand. I was just like dicking around, just stick, pressing the buttons, right? Yeah. And I didn't know that. And my, when my dream was like, how can I get rid of these jag lines on my cube? Like, it's just all these jag lines. <laughs> when I find that there's this thing as a render, it actually, it's, it, the line is clean. 
Yeah. Such a discovery. <laughs> it was just so pure. The wow. earth was round. Oh, seriously, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Circle became a sphere again. Yeah. yeah. So, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's how it, I think it all started, yeah. And, well, the rest is just... just, just You're just repeating yourself, get better, getting yeah. better, yeah. Sharpening your blade, yeah. It, and it shows, man. It's, it's, dude, it's, <laughs> it's so impressive in your whole journey. And, and even this the fact that you're not from this country, but you speak perfectly great English and you're able to, you know, like... It's, I mean, there's so many things to be proud of, you know, so it's, it's awesome. And it's, and it's really cool that your wife and yourself um, have that a really, and I, I think you understand it, it's very precious, like dynamic. Like, oh, like it's, you said. it's the dynamic, it's a perfect word. This whole dynamic. It's perfect, and man. The, the day-to-day, uh, not struggle, I don't want to say struggle, it's not really struggle, it's this game of just like, Oh, what's next? What are we gonna do now? Oh, like we can do this. Get it's better beautiful, this. man. It's just this is indeed the most precious. Like the it's this journey itself is such a reward. Yeah, I couldn't be happier, and I have no idea where where exactly it's gonna lead. Yeah. It'll lead but to some great things, you know. Doesn't matter, yeah. Yeah, you guys will have your book, and it'll be amazing, and you know, you get a lot of praise, and you'll never be hungry. I mean, you'll never be happy, and you'll continue to grow, I'm sure. And obviously, <laughs> you know, like, you know, and that's dude. That's just. Uh, and it's just it's so good man like there's so many things uh, of, of inspiration that have gathered from you just talking about all these this your path alone is is amazing like i said like just coming to america based on oh, that was own... that was a, a big deal oh yeah dude in my hometown like it's 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 just such an impossible thing really because it's unfortunately unfortunate no thing is impossible obviously as you know it personally it was yourself, yeah but that. at the same time like i, I grew up with that uh uh, not mentality, but it's it's really the life there is tough like for people and it sucks. I feel bad Yeah, it's just so much. There's a lot of talent there and a lot of really just nice people like who who stick to the old-school values of like what's good. Yeah, and not taking it easy on like it's not very Like America's it's very it's like okay opportunity time, right? Make yeah. it count yeah. And which is the reason why I came here in the first place But at the same time like there is this different side of it when it's all just people relationship, right? It's a little different. So, and there it's very, uh, like I grew up seeing that it's, it felt very dark in a way that it's almost like there is no escape from there. Mm. And funny enough, like the closest I can relate, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger's biography. Like oh, yeah. he grew, he was growing, I read, uh, have you read the Total Recall? No, I haven't read it I yet. I recommend no. it. It's yeah. it's, awesome. his, it's his book. I'm not done yet. I'm halfway through. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's his book. Yeah, and I got this in audio format, and the first chapter is actually read by uh, he reads the first chapter. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it's so it's so perfect. It's <laughs> <excellent>. <laughs> yeah, get to the job. <laughs> he's yeah, badass. I mean, so many people hate him. Awesome. I think. He, I mean, he's really an amazing. Like, uh, you gotta give a credit to the guy who went through three careers and yeah. topped all of them. Seriously, it's, Mr. Universe, yeah. I mean, get the fuck out of here. That's amazing. Yeah, like yeah. The most buff guy in, in the planet. Still, where... yeah, still like, okay, like, I mean, not to segue onto this stuff, I'm not really into this shit at all, but like, know, if, yeah. if, you, if you look at photos of him in his prime, right? it was beautiful. It was amazing. Right? Oh, dude, he's got the eye for shapes. Perfect genetics. Yeah, like, and the thing is also, but it's also his understanding. Check this out. It's actually an interesting subject. I heard that, like, you know, People who went to bodybuilding would blame him like, oh, his neck is kind of weak and his legs are kind of thin. Yeah. But I'm like, well, that's what makes him look so big. Big, yeah, it's the opposite. And he's yeah. understanding for the shape and, and the scale. 
It was like artistic in a way. Oh yeah. I'm like, wow, you have some. He, he he was like treating the sculpture, but anyways, like I admire his story for like the whole immigrant story. Yeah, yeah. Because and relate to Austria, because right? He's from Austria. And he's like from small village too. Yeah, small uh, village. Very very similar. So when I was growing up, and people, I think we have uh, we had people from America coming in. It was like almost like a church thing that came in to visit a local church or something. Yeah. And it was so weird for us to see like, oh, people from America. It was like a different planet. Yeah. So distant, so far away, like a different life. And I never thought I actually would be able to break out from it. That's how felt. That's how distant it felt. Wow. It was just hard. Like you can't just come in there, right? The whole visa thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge process. It's, it's like, yeah, it's like launching a... a launching its shuttle to mars or whatever yeah. there it's just it's a, it was a very big deal for me to to like wow i can actually make it what That's doing video awesome. games everybody was laughing at it yeah like but you did like, it though yeah and so how you. can you how you can you get america doing video games like who cares yeah but america <laughs> does and there's a it's one of the biggest it's like over it's it's destroying movies even like as far as money wise you know like oh yeah like yeah the, right now like how but, big you know whatever but they also they're getting amazing like all the games recently yeah i have i don't play games but i, I, I don't hear amazing I things too the stuff and like lost the last of us i hear is last like, of us yeah i saw it i yeah. heard people talking about it today crying about it and shit it's like geez really? yeah <laughs> Last game I played was like the first Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation. That was like the last wow. time I actually played a video game. Years ago. Oh, it was shit, man. I don't know. I was just like a little fart, you know. A little fart. <laughs> I was thinking I was like a freshman in high school, so I don't you even know. You played a good one. It's a good design there. Oh, it's yes. epic, it's awesome. man. I love. Uh, yeah. The do whole... you have the art book, the master artworks? That yeah, book. Yeah. Yeah. That, that book is still one of my favorite. Ooh, it's so good, man. Uh, I just, I just eat that shit up for breakfast. Like, do you have all the art, the like the uh, Ghost in the Shell art books of the uh, movie and stuff? Do you have those? I don't actually oh it's epic i'm gonna take a picture of some of my books i'll send it to you yeah i have i have the and i don't know why i don't have it it's yeah it's why don't you Final Fantasy, I have, yeah yeah well, should be fired for that it's not, it's inappropriate it yeah, is I have inappropriate. This i have it all on my computer but i have the actual book yeah yeah i need to, i need to fix that it's I'm a must-have it's a must-have it's really amazing Dude, yeah, I, I that's one thing I have. I have a huge wall of books. Yeah. Like I grew I grew up really poor. I moved out when I was 14 and and uh I wasn't able to really own anything for right. a, a long time and I actually was more of a min- minimalist, but now I actually have acquired quite a stuff and I have a family and I own a house and all that stuff. But man, books are like I only spend money on two things. Yeah. It's, it's my cars and my books. <laughs> yeah. And man, books are so good, man. Like but I mean it's it's, it's like books have been what started um, my career i think you know and, and reading these books and finding guys like yourself in there and just being completely um just blown away and humbled you know it's very humbling to see somebody so amazing to doing in their element you know and it's right. like like look at you now and like working on ilm and then you're going on set for the first time and this is like uh, it's trippy it's so, so trippy. cool i mean and, like, and, and i came just, in there starting, really, the guys you know? who, whose art i was looking up for many years yeah but you're like gonna... everybody's super humble it's just it's incredible seriously it's that's just great like wow i yeah i have to work hard that's the only thing in my head that's good that's good that they're <laughs> humble too because like you know there's a obviously there's a lot of shitheads out there you know but that's great you know and i think um i like i i like i always say the industry is actually very small once you understand it like the movie industry is only compiled of like 200 to 400 people i think 
and I'm talking about like the real people that are actually doing shit, you know, right. the rest of them are kind of like talking their way through it. But those, those people, the directors and, and the writers and the, the, the actual artists, you know, the craftsmen, in my opinion, there's not a lot of them. There's a very few amount. And when you get them all together on a project, and I know you're a big fan of Alien because I can tell oh, in your work. But you look at like a guy like Geiger. Is that Geiger's Giger. work? Geiger's Giger. Giger. Okay, sorry. But Geiger's no, work, okay. you know, like he's very like we're talking about this with George Hall. He's got like artists like himself where he's very much his own self and his own element and he's who he's who he is. Right. And, and but then you get that perfect. You, you get a perfect project for him, where you have Dan O'Bannon and, and Ron Cobb and everybody. Um, it's like a perfect storm, you know, like, yeah, and, and so what I'm saying, what I'm getting to the bottom of this is like, it takes a lot of people obviously to make a movie. Right. But if you have all the right key components and the right players and the right time, you're going to have something just timeless, you know, amazing. Yeah. And that's like when really Scott was probably at his hungriest, you know, it's like he, he just did the, um, duelists and he self, yeah. he well, self- he came from England, right. Just yep. showing the Hollywood, how it, commercials, yeah. how it's done. Like I, I cannot imagine how. Like energy-wise, oh yeah, how naturally high he was. Like, all right, this is the shot. This is the opportunity. Conviction. How man. he like worked hard on to make this stuff. I, I have no idea because like it's all it shows. It shows. It shows yeah. in everything, you know. Like it shows, and like that's what I said. Like, that's what I mean. And in movies itself too. It's like movies are the same thing as your art. The same thing as a good book. It's like it's all about honesty and conviction. And and right. and in and uh you can't bullshit people you know like, oh you can't yeah people yeah. are way too sensitive uh, they were very sensitive and, and people are very critical and hypercritical and, and especially like these days you know but uh, it's interesting you brought this up because with all the amount of even though we have a lot of stuff going on which is with what sometimes maybe not the top quality but still the general audience taste is so much higher and the expectations are higher yeah so yeah, without we can new do tools and technologies yeah. yeah you can't like or they have to be so well done yeah, yeah. so well done or people so be like, like oh it's puppets you know blah blah blah. Yeah. You know? or like oh it's cg like it has to be like authentic real and take just take so much work and work, and work and then the time and how much it costs and stuff it's yeah. just really amazing that even a movie gets done you know yeah like, indeed. But it's it, always it's, like this is the, the bottom line for me yeah don't like the movie like wow it's still better than any of my movies yeah well yeah exactly well like yeah you can't talk shit if unless you've actually made one but like um but you, you know it's it's getting back to it it's like we have our opinions obviously but i i think the the art form of movies is is, is always going to be around like books are but i right. think the next evolution of entertainment is already on its way and that's a video game but i think there's another level of what video games actually like are. another level of integration between the audience and i the think kids. so i think it's more about what do you like, think there will be you want to, <laughs> you want me to go down in that rabbit hole i mean shit i mean i think it's going to be much more immersive you know and i and i fear for that because i feel that people are going to neglect their physical life yeah their physical friends or you know they're going to go inside the the rabbit hole basically and i think um, I don't know if that's good or bad, but I think that's what's going to generally happen. I think that, you know, there's like a lot of technology going on right now that's pretty amazing. Like, I've, I don't know if you've heard of like um, scientists understanding how the the communicative signals work in the brain and how they're able to have like soldiers wear these helmets where they can communicate silently. I never heard of it, but that sounds scary, dude. <laughs> so imagine being able to control a world 
where you virtually put on like a Oculus Rift or something. No, it sounds amazing. It's just like it's Ghost in the Shell. It's Matrix. Yeah, it's 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 basically. Honestly, I I want to take the risk. Oh, yeah. to, to to have that to kind just of go full in for whatever technology well, gonna, because we but, have to fail to learn. Oh, it's and the happen. only way to learn fast is to fail fast. We yeah. need to fail fast so we learn fast. Yeah. And it's only the question whether we're gonna survive through that failing period. Yeah. Whether the machine's gonna take over or wherever, or we're just gonna go nuts and get lost in the network. We already are lost, so you know, in a lot of ways. But it's it's all about how you look at it, right? I mean, this is. Or maybe 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 the new generation will think that they actually found themselves. There you go. You know, going like, within ourselves. Know, right? You know, like there's always that analogy that like. And I have it a lot because I, I do a lot of writing nowadays too, and I, and I develop stories with Anthony and stuff. We always talk. You have about like it. a schedule for that? How do you write? I try to. Yeah. yeah. Like I, early in the morning. When you, do you write? You've motivated me. I'm gonna actually like redo my whole infrastructure and how I base my timing and stuff. But like I try to write as much as I can. And and part of the one of the the ideas I have is that like we always think we're physically physically gonna leave the planet to go somewhere you know yeah. like go out to the other galaxies or the other planets and stuff but i think we're actually gonna do the opposite and go within us and right. through there you run through a simulation and and it's all about like we only have so many tactile emotions and feelings right there's only so many dimensions to the human yeah there's a, there is a micro cosmos there's like macro and the, you're talking about the microcosmos. yeah right? yeah yeah but it, get, it goes so deep you know like i'm, I'm going way <laughs> to the, oh, dude, it's but, that's, but that's that, that's what makes me excited I, the curiosity right like how could you not yeah. be curious about that you know like to me that's like it's obvious like right in front of your face it's like the grass is green but why is it green you know and what what makes it green and why does it feel like this and then you know it's just it's it's it's, it's, it's the world is in the universe itself is so um it's amazing. like it's endless in both direction yeah outside inside everywhere yeah, yeah. And, and the more you become enlightened i think you realize you become how little you know it. yeah and how little you know exactly <laughs> the, more, the, the more you know the more you understand how little you know yeah that's uh yeah you really don't know much that's There's... a little downside of learning <laughs> yeah but it, yeah it, it, it's it's a two-way street oh, with that it's, though it's, it depends on it's like a grain of salt though there's a book i would recommend to you if you haven't read it yet too this will be the last one i recommend but it's called the seven oh, spiritual keep, seven keep going oh, okay well the seven spiritual laws of success have you read that no have you read the seven uh, habits of uh, effective people or something like that effective no. habits. Yeah. so it was the same like seven habits but not laws oh this the, oh but i don't know i have never heard that one but this one is amazing i don't i don't know what that one is i haven't checked it out yeah. but the, the seven... who's the, the author because it sounds very familiar uh, his name is Deepak Chopra or Chopar Chopra. Oh, yeah. Deepak. Okay. Yeah. I. He, he, he uh, writes a lot of really crazy, like philosophical, like kind of spiritual kind of books. But his, his that book is really amazing. That kind of changed that book and I need and, to read it and then that the secret was one of those like it's people think it's cheesy and yeah it has some really cheesy features to it and it's silly and oprah promoted it so it made it kind of hokey and yeah whatever but uh the secret and uh seven spiritual laws of success were the two things that, the two pivotal um books and the, the book was given to me by one of my really good friends he's my tattoo artist too actually but that book Thanks. the way he breaks it down and he's all about like meditation spend spend time for meditation spend time i want to know more about this oh yeah. dude spend time I'm for like, breathing i'm getting to physical i need to get a little more relaxing yeah but the worry i have for that stuff though is because you know i'm constantly countering it right when i listen to people's right. advice i never take one thing for for the fact right mm -hmm. and so i wonder like because he's all about like the i the act of minimalism 
and going within yourself and, and, and therefore finding yourself through mm -hmm. the act of silencing yourself, basically. Right. Because it's all about quieting your soul. Stopping the inner dialogue, right? Exactly. Yeah, because, you know, he says, like, try to do little bits of silence, right? You know, like, tr start with do, like, only 30 minutes of it a day. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, then the next week, do an hour. And then the week after, try four hours. And then do a whole day. And he said the... the that at the beginning your brain is going to conflict but he you know he says it's just an organ and you're in charge of it so you must understand it and through that you find enlightenment and to me it's interesting you know like, i'm pretty sure you find something you will find something this is, yeah. this is not the activity that you do on a daily Normal. basis exactly it's the contrast so it has to it yeah. has to provide something some input some sure. kind of something you'll get yeah. some kind of clarity whether it's real clarity or it's artificial because of you generated an odd occurrence that you oh, if you generated it's not artificial anymore yeah, right that's true like, yeah if it's if it's there it's there right yeah <laughs> and it's it, it's there for whatever reason it is you know but it's it's i don't know but that book is uh definitely i'm gonna get the total recall too because i i mean people will hate on me all they want i think i i, I thought it was i think he's fucking badass you know like why do why people hate on what well i think well I mean, when he's the governor of this uh of california he right. kind of was like a dipshit with it but it's just like the same thing with obama you know like he's just like you think people you think that guy's really in charge it's you're you're lying to yourself like, that person's not the guy I, I don't know honestly i don't know anything about his political career yeah what i was really admiring that uh, a guy who was basically an immigrant yeah came in as a, a dude who just bench presses then become <laughs> an actor with a horrible accent becomes a government i'm like how the he's, hell you can do he's that energy dude like yeah you should and, also and see exactly pumping the iron. energy i saw that <laughs> you've seen pumping iron <laughs> yes yeah, so, I yeah, I it. It. i'm coming Some anywhere this... <laughs> i'm coming in the gym i'm coming here nah, I'm oh you did it great <laughs> i love it. he's right. the whole coming line is the funniest yeah and he's just the stuff he says you think wow how the guy achieved so much and just the thing that you understand that it it really boils down the in inner intensity yeah and the energy that you put into it and i think we a lot of the times and especially with how much information we're exposed to these days yeah. we tend to really overthink stuff while you can find yourself within the action like you do something you put your whole heart and soul into it and this is what will define you your actions will define you right and you will find yourself in that and a lot of the procrastination in action comes from that like i'm not sure which path to take yeah. Well, take at least some path. Take one Not path. path. Yeah. Take at least path, and, and but be stay true to your values. Yeah. To the moral values and be be a decent person. Just so many to, distractions and temptations. Right. Exactly. It's yeah. a distraction and temptation. That's why that the whole self discipline thing is just another tool that help you helps you to overcome overcome those distractions. Yeah. yeah. On, on a daily basis. So that, true, man. This is exactly it, dude. You should write a book, man. Yeah. Really? All right. I'm not. I'm so. too. I don't have enough uh, experience yet. Well, you're like a, You're only what? You said 26, 27. 27. Yeah. I'm oh, still stretching. The holy shit! You know, 27 yeah. year old. Like, yeah. I mean, you've 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 reached a certain level of enlightenment and an understanding of your own self. I just started reading early. <laughs> dude, that's so good, man. Uh, like, yeah. seriously, it's it's awesome. It's dude. It's, fucking really inspiring man thanks like, so much. You know, really really appreciate it. dude we've been talking for three hours yeah oh what 
<laughs> and you see how like the laser wow. beam, the laser beam, it was this laser just... beam collapse and just more double laser beam. Dude, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Like, and I don't want to take up any more of your time, obviously. And and I and um, we maybe we can do this again. I don't want to, and, and I understand how valuable your time is, and I'm on the same thing. But oh, it was great. It was excellent. Thanks for inviting. For sure, it's dude. Yeah. This is like seriously. Like I'm I mean, feeling pumped just for like just sharing this stuff. I was working this whole week, just really just working. Really didn't have much social time. Yeah, so it's that's good. That's great for me. So uh, thanks a lot, you, dude. You're so it's so you're so kind to share your time too, and, and to be able to like be okay with being yourself and opening up to like obviously I'm just a complete stranger, you know. Like you don't know me, but the I saw your artwork, and for me, I saw it's it looks like it took a lot of effort and hours. Get there, do that. I'm like, all right, I have respect. So, like, no, it's just straight up. Like, no. no, it's pretty simple. Like, I, I respect that uh, the just people taking time to do well what they do. Well, that's a brethren because thing. While, yeah. while you're doing that, you build a, a certain character. Yeah, that, well, that yeah. doesn't leave any room for being being really like just dis only destruction again it's only destruction that you're talking about yeah well it's like we're we have a common ground right a common love it's art in the act of creating creation right. you know and so like yeah it's like kind of like brethren you know like you get it you like we all understand the club what it takes to be in the club basically you know and and thanks dude like you know the ten thousand hour rule i'm like maybe getting to eight eight thousand hours or something <laughs> yeah and when on the ten thousand we reach that that's where we really start this black belt <laughs> dude i'm gonna start and now you really can then you can really but then we can really do something right <laughs> dude i hope so man i mean literally uh, i'm gonna just motivate myself before i before you get off this thing though i want to understand and just get a kind of understanding and, right. and i'm sure everybody else would too is uh how do you give me a basic day breakdown for you of yourself like give me the uh the uh kind of the play-by-play -play of how you kind of control yourself and your in your temptations and then getting things done and all that kind of stuff how does that go about well, okay, so uh, I usually and you don't have to answer this. It's this weird and personal. But... No, no, no. It's not. It's actually. It's not. It's no. It's not personal. It's like just. It's if you come uh, like behind my like back while I'm working, you see that stuff. There's a as a document. There's a word pad or like the the document that actually shows my whole day there. So <laughs> everybody knows it. It's not a deal. But basically, uh, when I know. Uh, my schedule for the tasks like I really know what's gonna be like a couple days from here and for the whole week right I plan everything ahead but currently it's uh, sometimes just stuff comes in right so I plan my day either a night before or in the morning okay everything that I'll be doing the, during the day and I write like down a, like a checklist kind of thing do you write um, it down physically I, or do you I write it, it I type it in okay for one single reason, because my writing sucks. If I write something down, I can't understand. Like me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I use the computer. Right. And uh, even the writing has uh, it's great. It's but good to get same, it out. Yeah, like that. It's yeah. good. Yeah, I think for random notes, it's good. Like having, like, for example, when you have ideas, you put a, a, a notepad yeah. uh, next to your bed for like just if you wake up in the middle of the night, you put an idea. Yeah. It's great. But for my working day, so what I let I come in. It's uh, nine o'clock, for example, right? So it's uh, uh, or eight thirty. It uh, so right now it's it's nine. But uh, I write down everything for the whole day mm -hmm. with the precision to like five ten minutes. So it's uh, like one page or two pages of things, 
uh, for all the tasks that I want to hit, including that a designated time for emails. Like this is the time when I reply emails. Okay. I so if I'm not at that time, only reply if it's completely urgent, work related. And uh, I have uh, these little breaks when I like I reply emails, right? Yeah. Do you take those periodically? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I do. Okay. Yeah, because I, I I used to have this almost like just two times a day. Yeah, you must get it's a lot of emails too now. Right? Yeah, and it's just accumulates so much that you can and just work related, and it just I, I find it easy if it does if it doesn't take more than two minutes to reply or like a minute, just get it out, right? Yes. Because I feel I feel bad for because sometimes it just would miss something, and I feel very bad about it. Yeah, of course. So, um, by the way, take an opportunity to excuse myself if I've done this <laughs> to somebody. No, please. that's you know, people that are listening. Send, to... send it again. Send it again. Oh, yeah, right. and he, dude, he's busy, and we all are, you know, and, and you know, yeah. like I, yeah. So I write this down, and uh, for all the tasks, I break them down, and the way I break them down, it's uh, picking what's the most important. Yeah. So I can use the whole Pareto principle that 20% of action gives that 80% result. Yeah. So I can get to the base and to the core, to the whole core of the idea as quick as possible. So to make room to, for failing if I fail at something, or there is an idea I tried, or there is an uh, urgent item that comes in. Like you need kind of like over budget yourself for this type of stuff. Yeah. And what I do for that, I always break down in actionable steps. Right, so it's it shouldn't be like oh, and then I gonna design the character. No, 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 it's a project. Like yeah. it has to be a page for the head, a page for that. It's very, very just precise, and, and I try to keep it clean and clear, mm -hmm. but not really overthink it because uh, over planning is is a is a is it's a, also a problem. Is a problem too. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have a bias for action with a mentality that okay, every five minutes I put in a planning should me save me one hour of action. That's true. If you, yeah. if you put a 20 minute of planning for one hour of, act, of action, oh, too much. It's too expensive. Yeah, it's too much time. It's too expensive. Yeah, you need to you need to be careful with that. Yeah. So I try to use that as a rule, kind of rule of thumb. That's good. And I always have a, a kind of open windows, a two open windows during the day when I can reassess in certain aspects, especially when I have a couple task or project at the same time to adjust uh, the schedule for the day and so I basically log everything so even if let's say I get out of uh, get off track for a certain reason like I still log the time and I see how much where I shift so I can see how can I adjust something else and uh, so the same with like taking lunch and if I know like I'm gonna have this lunch with a co-worker next week I'm gonna put that a little more time for that specifically right yeah. So I know ahead of time where this is going to hit me or like if it's going to affect my other work. Plan it out. Yeah. And uh, generally I work uh, I work late, even if I'm usually I'm not asked to. <laughs> and if I like I, might, I had a little bit ahead of schedule, I would just do my stuff or I research something new. Like there is this new tool came out or there is something new here. Yeah. So there's always that research time during the day. Okay. Like every day, try to put a little. And it's also research, good. okay. Just a little bit, yeah. It doesn't have to be much. Yep. And it's really, really, it's like a, it's a break, but at the same time, it's an investment. Yep. Yeah. I've 
I feel it's very, it just feels healthy. It's another tool for your chest, you know? Yeah. So you oh, pull, indeed. Yeah. Pull it out for that weird occasion that something happens and you're like, oh, yeah, I know that. And boom, that's, it's for Or that. at least you know where to, to look for. I remember, so when I went, I went to university and by, I quit. <laughs> I quit after two years. I didn't mention that. But anyway, so like when I was there, <laughs> and uh, one of the, the, probably the best advice I took from there from one of the professors was that, like, hey guys, we're not really teaching you a, a profession here. Ugh. What you do is what we are uh, teaching you the approach for finding the answers when you really need them. So you know where to look for. Okay. Because if you if there is a question about physics, you have to be able to identify which part of physics is that. Yeah. Like, is it what kind of physics? Is it like we're talking like a, or like electrodynamics? What is it, right? So he's teaching this idea that I really like because in the way that's uh, how we can use it on our daily routine, that you at least you know where to find it. Like yeah. you already need to do cloth, you've never done it, but you, you heard about this and that, and you can quickly research and find a solution for that. So I, I spend, I invest some time researching that. Every day I go working, on the working week I go to the gym, and it used to be one hour, and now I actually reduced it to uh, like 35, 40 minutes. Okay. So Trying to be more efficient with it. Even for like your transport and everything too, or is that just the time uh, that you have at the gym? So no, so I gym at work. Okay. So, so it's like a pure gym, like just thirty-five minutes, right? Okay. Like forty, and it's like more like almost a like CrossFit when it's like less break. Sometimes you hit a couple things at the same time. Yeah. And it's actually, it's really good because it's just the dynamic of it wakes me up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. next, next okay. second part of the day is really really dynamic, and I really like that. You do that right in the center of your day then. Yeah, I always take it in the lunch. Okay. Like doing lunch, yeah. Do you and work start... out after or before you you eat? Oh, of, of course, before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was as, as say, is that be weird? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, throw up time. Throw up fast for everyone. Yeah. So <laughs> I started doing it at Blizzard because they have a really good gym and, and Alan has a really good gym too, and we had this a whole crew there. It was awesome. That's awesome. And it was just it was like this. Uh, it was just a great time when you spend with your friends, yep. co-workers. We kept talking about work. Of some people, there is a, this is actually the reason why some people don't work out at gym at work at work, at gym because they hate that going to gym. Actually, keep talking about work. <laughs> like here is just this. Yeah, some people thing. hate talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, there's some people they just doing they doing pushups, discussing about how they're gonna change pipeline and like tools they're gonna create. Some people yeah. hate it. Some people don't, you know, yeah. I, I think it, I think I just, you know, I think I, I like just being completely immersed, but that's just my, that's my, yeah, well, that's, that's how you get good results at it. So this is how we had this, we had this period where we would, we talk about, just talk during that. Then we would go, I had this whole almost a year when I was just listening to audiobooks. And then now I'm just doing this very short workouts by myself because it's just, it's very fast. So I can have my 15 minute book reading. Yeah while I'm eating the chicken breast, <laughs> you know? <laughs> just stand, like, and so I'm trying to approach it efficiently. Yeah. And I uh, usually work for a project 12 hours. Not trying to, not really spend more than 12, 13 hours a day. Mm, okay. So I could still have like an hour or two to do it for myself. And what about your wife? How many, you know, <laughs> she's got to have some time in there somewhere, right? She is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, yeah. And she's also very hardworking and doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's uh, actually the reason why I always live close to work. Yeah. Like, I hate commuting because for me, it's, waste just such, time. it's just a waste of time. Unless you really 
like listen to audiobooks and you find a way to zone out. Yeah. Like while like let's say you've been driving for so many years, you just don't really care. And like let's say uh, you don't need to drive in a city, right? Yeah. And like there is always a way to 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 put it in and use it. But always. It, yeah. Yeah. There's always a way to make it to make it to squeeze everything out of it, right? Yeah. But basically, yeah, I always live close to work, and so that gives me actually uh, time, so I can have breakfast. Like I have breakfast with my wife and we talk things, right? That's great. Like, yeah, like we actually have time together, and uh, sometimes on during the on the during the dinner after, so it's uh, like thirty to forty minutes, but it's it's more like one or two times a week, not not more often than that. Yeah, I would actually come in for at home for a quick dinner. But then I come again, so like we still have the time, and we're pretty close, right? That's good. And like geography, like just close because I'm close to work. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and it's uh, and when I came back, so let's say I usually right now it's from nine to twelve, like eleven thirty, I'm at work. Okay. So that's that's kind of what I do right now, and if even if I just do regular eight hours of work, just because like I just I'm just done with this thing, and or like I'm waiting for feedback. And really, there is nothing else to do for this particular project. I still like do my own stuff just for fun and R and D, or like doing another version. Yeah, gotcha. Like you, you need to go the extra mile. You do more than you ask. For, yeah, to, it's, have to. You know, because you first of all you're doing this thing because you like it. Yep. And feeling that like oh, you know what? I'm not gonna give them as much, right? It's just. Like I'm not there yet. I'm. I think maybe eventually I'll get there. Kind of feed up. <laughs> maybe I don't know. But as right now, I feel like I'm, I feel I want to give more. Yeah. Like I'm just so grateful that to be part of the team. I'm just like I want to give more. That's like, good. Take it. Yeah. And it won't go unappreciated. I think, and especially in a company that's that's like them, who's been around for so long and based on yeah. off of really good principles and stuff too. Yeah. The the, the values, just the leadership is really great. There's yeah. good value system there. Yeah. You're also up there by Emeryville too, which is. Pixar and all that stuff too, right, which, yeah. which is really great too. They have really strong yeah. um, beliefs and stuff in their own work, which is great as well, which is yeah. awesome. Amazing. So, so you, you, your your work day is very efficient. So this seems really, really strong. That seems really good. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm trying to make it in a way that when I get to bed, like I'm really just I'm just tired and I just pass out. That's the best and way. If I, and if I if I don't feel the way that it means it just didn't work hard enough. <sighs> yeah. Because I, when I do that, I go to bed and just start to see just images like, oh, this concept, ah, how yeah. about this concept card that is a creature and it also does this weird thing. I'm like, <laughs> let me do some sketches. I will at least write it down and it just, it's <laughs> And you don't get sleep, yeah. You don't get sleep. And next day, it affects your work. It's true. And yeah. I had this period of time when I was just, that's it was me. all like that. Yeah, that's me. I just, have to reset you know, that. Yeah. That's yeah. the reason why I started the whole planning thing because of a necessity otherwise i'm sure you know that all that stuff like you start doing this because you feel like you really need that yeah or you lose it yeah there's so many reasons too how, how many hours of sleep do you usually get then i start i'm trying to actually these days do more yeah. more than i used to so i stick with a uh, seven that's good though yeah I mean, it's i feel excellent seven. yeah seven because especially if you're working out too and you're generating like 
your muscles and you're getting them to exhaustion it's important to have rest of course you know yeah i feel like this is a good number like really good seven is strong it's a strong number i think i I was going for a while there on like five to four and four and a half and that was not good enough you know it's it eventually just hits you when i was you and then you uh, you do like a 12 hour smash you know right and then you feel horrible after like a very long one yeah like tired yeah it's uh after too much sleep yeah it's it's hard to keep that balance but i think i'm gonna try to do seven um, and I, I mean, I've been talking about it with my friend Jake as well, and we're yeah. going to try and we're going to do tests, basically test, oh, really? test our system and yeah. see like, okay, I did these ex- activities this day and then I got this many hours of sleep and this is my feeling for the next day. And I was just right. sufficient and, you know, like kind of breaking down like our own efficiency. Yeah, and you just, you just log everything. Yeah. Like, it's interesting. Yeah. It's so weird. You know, like, I don't know if this is like, it's probably way obsessive and weird and you know, no, but, it's just trying to understand because you know some. There's people, an understanding to it, yeah. You would just want to, you want to just get to the bottom of things, right? Yeah, because yeah, there's there's a reason why people get depressed. There's a reason why people become obese. There's a reason why people are are aren't as as uh, productive as others. Right. And right. Um, and if you can really understand that about yourself and your own physicality and dimensional like system of how you work, like uh it's i think i just i'm just curious you know like yeah. and i i like i that year at prologue i pushed myself so hard i pushed myself almost to like a nervous break i almost had like, yeah i gotta be careful with that yeah yeah because... almost had it on the with the robocop too because uh i was at blizzard yeah i heard you were doing both time and after that it was doing like it was almost four days like 16 hours a day it was just two jobs right yeah. And I didn't want to affect my Blizzard job, right? Because they actually approved, they let me do the side project, right? So you wanted, yeah, and, you didn't want to. And I didn't want to like, give any impression that like, oh, you know, guys, like, this is, Slacking this is, up. yeah, it has to be like, you, you, you have, this is my, this is my daily primary. You guys need to get the, my prime energy. Yeah. And this is what really, really forced me to, to become efficient. That's great. Yeah, it was just like this, things. like the signal, because it would, it would be to the point where you, you work, just like it's a it's a 17 or 18 hours a day yeah and for too long with no weekends yeah and you start to lose like to the point where how do you uh save the energy there's none yeah there's just not enough like the the budget they didn't your budget for energy just doesn't cut it yeah there's there's no such thing yeah you run at the end of yourself yeah and uh and but that's how i started really learn to like to spend it more efficiently to the point even like i would do a quick 20 minutes sleep and uh like before i happened in my car and, and drove home it was, it was still close it was like a three minute four minute drive i would like in the car would let sleep for like 20 minutes in the parking lot <laughs> and it was just such a moment of silence you know i felt very energized and there's yeah. this little little tricks for like the food for example my dinner would become lighter yeah just because I don't feel next day I don't feel tired like there's little things like that I little it's things very, yeah yeah it's, it's like it's always a, a series of little things that eventually can help you to do a bigger thing yeah Da Vinci did that same kind of stuff too didn't he did like those those naps you do like I think naps. his was crazy his would do four hours of sleep total every day by taking every was it every four hours 20 minutes yeah you take naps so yeah man that guy is so amazing man yeah man, this he, is this guy is, is <laughs> this is this is a whole another level like you oh, think we're working hard yeah oh, yeah and you can imagine being in that that guy in that world too like yeah that's an amazing human being man like no, it, it's, it's a shame there's sad. not more people like that you know but 
you know, I don't know, some people probably think that we're ridiculous and crazy for counting our sleep and, <laughs> and interactions with ourselves and stuff, but man, I mean, you know, like Da Vinci, oh, man, if you well, think, if you I think, think I you're good, so just look at that guy. <laughs> productive in many areas, did so much. Oh, so much, it's Like, man. you want to see a prolific, that's, take take a look there. And, He's the definition, yeah. And he, he, yeah, in the dictionary, yeah. to be his picture. <laughs> yeah, he is, yeah, he is the uh, icon definitely i'm looking at one of his books that i still have to get through and read um but yeah man there's there's so many things though to think about and looking back at guys like him there's a there's a really amazing passage by a current day artist his name is uh sean barber do you know who he is i sounds familiar there's really beautiful like portraits like tattoo okay. tattoo portraits of like people like tattoo artists and stuff and um but he has this really great passage i, sh I just shared it with everybody recently off of his site but he basically says like he kind of talks about like um, his his principles and understanding of, as being an artist. And one of his big things that was really like really uh, stuck with me for, through the years is he said that like if you think you're good, there's a hundred thousand other artists that are better than right. right now, and yeah. there's millions in time beyond you and before you that were better. So you're you not it so far, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so don't even think about this dimension. Think about the past dimension, and be humbled by that, and and be hungry. Yeah. You know, and don't be deflated, but be uh, energized and, and hungry. Yeah, and it's it. all about the journey, like yeah. how your personal journey. Yes. You yes. don't have to prove anything to anybody, yeah. even to yourself. It's the journey itself is the reward. Yes, yeah, so the, the journey, not the destination. You know, it's right. like it's like you know, like the black belt thing. I think people think uh, it, it's a traditional thing. It's pretty usual, supposedly, that in jujitsu, like once you get your blue belt, a lot of blue belts they don't get to the next level, which is the purple belt, because they usually like it's so hard to get to the blue belt but then once you do you kind of become complacent and then it's hard to get to the purple belt and there's this level of like achievement but it's not quite there and then even guys with like maybe that get the black belt i don't know but this is it's basically talking about human behavior and spawning out into um understanding and and, and uh, owning like a level of accomplishment right and at certain levels like you can come become complacent you know or you can become like uh, static, you know, and, and, and so it's about like pushing yourself beyond those bounds, you know, like I was saying, like how, like, and once you get the black belt, mm -hmm. it's not that you're the best, it's that you just figured it out finally. You finally understand it, so now you can actually do it, you know, like you can practice and, you and can, learn it even and, deeper, and, right? Yeah, and then and, and add your own rendition, exactly, you know, which is so cool. And I think that I like to relate a lot of that with this. Do I you think, have a goal like that? Do you actually want to reach that? I, uh, you know, like on the long term? It's kind of scary to be honest. Um, to be like to even des desire that, right? Well, yeah, because uh, I got to be careful, right? You know, yeah. if I if if I want to do jujitsu and be good at it, then there's no more art. You know, that's it. Well, if you want to be really good at it, yeah. Well, that's the only way, right? Yeah, it's like <laughs> there's no other way. And so, so right now, no, I, there is. I think there is a way to like you you be honest with yourself and you know. But for example, like I go in the gym, I know I'm not gonna compete. It's yeah. not for that. Like it's for me to actually come back to art and be better at that because that's the I just re-energize it. I'm yeah. going there so I stay healthy. Yeah. And mentally, I'm just feeling fresh, energized. Yeah. Because it's gonna, it's gonna reflect. And it's gonna make my art better, and I'll be more productive. Yeah. Well, and that's the reason more. now, right? And if that's the reason for you, that's that's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I mean, if if someday I I, I somehow accomplish another level or whatever even if i just make one level it doesn't really matter to me yeah, a, yes. a lot of guys that i'm that i roll with are very much into like 
wanting to compete and wanting to yeah. throw themselves into adversity and i appreciate that but it's just great this is what they do right and yeah that's what they love you know and i love it and i love the passion but it, for me it's not necessarily like i love it but it's not like i i see my value of time is more towards what i do that supports my my family yeah. but it also um allows me to to, to breathe uh as a person you know like creatively breathe you know so but which is I, which is what i love you know which is art and creative the act of creation you know spawning thoughts and, and manifesting them through my hand and then showing them to other people you know for emotional responses whether good or bad you know but yeah i like the position whether good or bad well because people are gonna hate it you know like people when people are loving and hating you at the same time you're doing something right you know yeah, and that's the truth of it. But, dude, this has been an amazing right. talk. It was awesome, seriously, yeah. really, and I, really. Yeah. And I really appreciate all your time. Like, and I, and yeah. uh, yeah, this is gonna be amazing. I and I can't wait to get this out for everybody to experience and digest. And yeah, you're you're really a, pro a prolific person, man. It's like it's amazing getting to know you, and and uh, I'm looking forward to you know, seeing you grow and develop and, and, and growing alongside of you. And, and hopefully uh, we can do some stuff together sometime in the future. Yeah, you know, I'm like, sure I'm will. excited, it's, man. As you said, it's in a small industry. Stars align, you know, stars yeah. align. That happens, you know, so, but uh, man, dude. Thanks, man. And good luck uh, you with the, uh, the, and Anthony with what you're saying, with you, with, what you guys are working on. Hell yeah. Thanks, dude. Sure it's going to look great. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Uh, we're, we're, we're doing our best. We want to bring back the movies that we love you know so nice. we're gonna die trying at least so <laughs> but that's all in the works and works we're excited so that, yeah thank you so much for your kind words and yeah man dear, i don't even know how to end this honestly <laughs> this is, that's fine I just said like all right let's get some sleep yeah let's do that Make it down so we wake up all fresh and uh get ourselves done right there you go man yeah dude yeah. thank you so much and if anybody wants to find that your work or anything um just go to your blog or your website uh probably website uh, i don't know yeah i guess so website yeah and it's just his last name is uh www.bulgarov.com and uh yeah just prepare to be uh amazed by it and yeah man dude thank you so much dude like you really appreciate it and the, and everybody else i'm sure does as well so thanks a lot thanks yeah oh, it was yeah. great seriously thanks for inviting it was a great talk I feel very motivated myself <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> wicked dude thanks well, all right well have a good night and thank you so much man thanks so much have a good night too all right let's see in touch cheers brother later thanks.